A new year is upon us, and with it comes a brand new series. The sixth, in fact, as Matt and I are back to bring you more inspirational stories from our awesome online running community. This series is set to be bigger than ever. 14 weeks of amazing guests. But that's not all, is it, Rob? Absolutely not, my friend. The usual nonsense from us and our band of merry misfits returns, whether people like it or not. <laughs> and most importantly, though, in 2022, we're supporting two amazing causes. We're fundraising for Run For Your Mind, as well as our incredible friend Joe, who's recovering from breast cancer. Check out our website for more info on how you can help us support them. And as always, we are looking to grow our Fartlek family, our amazing community of friends. Uh, we have meetups, races, challenges and so much more planned in 2022. If it sounds good and you'd like to be part of the gang, you can find all the info on our social medias, our website or through our dedicated newsletter. Seek us out. You are very, very welcome. Uh, have I missed anything? Uh, no, mate. I think we're ready to get started. Hit the music! Hit, 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 that, it's, that's my line. Yeah, but you've said it for like two series in a row. It's my turn. No, no, come on, you get it, me. So I think it's down to me. It's only fair. Hit the music. For God's sake, Matt. Just hit the music. Are you alone, groupie? And are you enjoy your run? Like to take it easy, you're shooting up like a gun. Whatever your ability is, it's a place to be. Matt, I feel like you should be opening this episode. I know, I'm, I'm the main, main man this week, aren't I? The main man, the man with the plan. I mean, I, I, I don't know how I'm going to open the episode, but uh, yeah, well, welcome to series, the, the final, for the final time this series, season six, episode 14. My name's Matthew. And I'm Rob, you forgot to mention... The fact that it's the What the Fat Let podcast, but that's okay. That's okay. You're new to this. You're learning as you go. <laughs> um, I thought it was better than Jack last week. Sure. Oh, mate. Yeah, it couldn't be much worse. It couldn't be much worse. Yes, very disappointed to say, uh, as I as we always are, that it's the end of the series, my friend. But we'll be back before people know we're going to take a well earned rest for a couple of weeks. My voice is going. Um, so it's probably a good thing that you're in charge this episode. How are you feeling after this weekend's antics at, uh, at Manchester Marathon? Oh, it, it was a good good, uh, good day out. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll get into that a bit later on. But yeah, um, still feeling a bit rough from from the from the antics. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm busy work today. It's late on now. We're recording quite late this evening. Uh, mm. Yes, yeah, somebody was rude enough to be on lates at work, weren't they? So I should be tucked up in my little bed. My comfy little bed, but I'm not. I'm sat here talking to you, aren't I? At 20 to 11 at night on a, at, on a Tuesday night. At 20 to 11 at night. So let's get on with it, brother. Why don't you tell everybody what is on this action-packed season finale of the What the Fartlet podcast? Uh, yes, yeah, so we're going to talk about our weeks in running, uh, the massive thing that was all the marathon action at the weekend. So we've had Manchester Marathon and the, uh, the London Landmarks Half Marathon, plus a fair few other races. Uh, but we're going to go balls deep into the Manchester Marathon where we were at. Um, cheer squad duties, all that sort of stuff. And then I am going to be doing the interview this week with the fabulous Ruth Frecklington. Ooh. Yet, yet to record. It's going to be a late, late one this, this week. 
so we're recording that tomorrow morning, so that'll be Wednesday morning if you're listening to this, um, which you are, because you obviously listen to me now. <laughs> you are doing so well. Continue. <laughs> and we're going to have Ben and Emma for the Park Road Cup and the Park Run Roundup. Um, Statman John and Jack answer their final questions of this series. Um, we've also got Paul, uh, Paul to London, coming on uh, a little bit later in this segment and talking about the the website and the newsletter and all that jazz. Um, and we've got the roll calls after an awesome weekend of races and thank yous at the end. And just just before we, we, we get off to talk about our weeks, I just want to quickly say thank you to Vicky Davis uh, for a while ago. She, she she was the one that reached out to me when my Garmin knackered up. <laughs> And, uh, and 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 kindly sent me a Garmin, but it never reached me. Um, and there was a bit of to and fro in between me and her, and and, and we were kind of at, at loose ends because uh, I didn't think she'd sent it, and she did think. I, go on. Is, I, I I think I've got mixed up here. Is she not the one who sent you the one that you said was shit, and you put it straight in the bin? <laughs> you 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 dig it. <laughs> 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 it never arrived, Rob. It, it never arrived. Uh, it didn't arrive, Vicky. He's not. He's not. He's not rude. He's just ignorant. <laughs> yeah. So it didn't arrive. There was a bit of to and fro between me, me and Vicky, and we both two were. Uh, what? What's the word? We didn't want to say anything to each other in case we were both fobbing each other off. <laughs> too polite. Uh, you were too polite. Yeah, too, too polite to say anything to each other. But it didn't arrive. But thank you, Vicky Davis, for 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 being so kind and, and sending that out to me. Um, yeah, so that, that's my thank you before we get going. And that's it. Yes, yeah, so we've got the thank yous at the end. And that's my big thank you done for now. <sighs> Look, that were a long one. <laughs> that, that were a long one. I think that's the most you've ever spoken one go in this podcast in two years. Ever. I know. I've got sweat on there. <laughs> Where's my beer? <laughs> On. Uh, right, okay, so uh, we've got loads to get to. Um, big finish for the series. Uh, we'll do a bit of a rundown of, of how we think the series has gone and what's in plan for the next series as well while we're here. Uh, of course, we do have a guest with us for the opening segment, a big part of the Fartlek family, big part of the Fartlek core, what the Fartlek core team. Uh, Mr. McPaul is with us, website boss, aficionado, all, man, all thing community, joining us just for a little chat and to tell us all about the Fartlek family, the running community, the big plans we've got coming up. Paul, are you with us, my friend? I am indeed. Hi, guys. How we doing, mate? You all right? Yeah, I'm all good. Cheers, you. Good. Yes, good. Thank you. Of course, you were at Manchester with us as well this weekend. Are you recovered? Yeah, just about. Yeah, recovered on the sleep and everything and all the voices recovered from all the shouting. But yeah, it was a really good day out. It was an excellent day. So, yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Awesome. More importantly, if you recovered from sharing a room with Matt, because that would scar me for life. Yeah, just about after that. After a few beers on the Sunday night and the burgers and stuff. It was an enjoyable evening. <laughs> What's it now? Um, I, I don't know. I, I've, I've, I've shared a room with you before and uh, after you've had a few beers and you get a bit farty, you're probably not the most pleasant uh, roommate to, to join, so I don't envy. Good evening for the beers and we got back. We even had a bit of a spoon, didn't we, Paul? We loved it. Yeah, it was all good. <laughs> listen, listen, lads. What you do in the privacy of your own Premier Inn is completely up to you. Let's move swiftly on. Um, so, let's, uh, Paul, you're, you're the guest. You're with us. We're going to talk probably majority in the How's Your Week segment about the awesome weekend that was Manchester. But how's your week? But otherwise, man, how's the running going? 
it's been all right. The running's just been like keeping it ticking over. Just been going out for a few enjoyable runs. Done a couple of 5K runs in the past week and had a race last Wednesday uh, with the like, running club. It's part of the South Yorkshire Road League, but the weather conditions were horrendous because it was out mm. on the outskirts of Sheffield and it ended up being like the day where it was like snowy strong winds blizzards so it wasn't the easiest of conditions but it was nice just to be out running with the uh, running club and seeing other local running clubs out and about it's been nice get racing again yeah yeah i i I saw the pictures from that a few people uh, had gone down obviously with with it being sheffield a bit of a local one and whilst the conditions did look horrible it it was lovely to see it was it was a really well represented race wasn't it and it was nice to see especially for a midweeker looks like we're getting something back to normal uh, post vid yeah it was nice for a wednesday night the, the running club group chat on the day leading up to it seeing the weather forecast and it's like oh, do we think it's going to be on they can't get quite a lot of snow up there uh, but they were like no we'll go and do it and it was a nice turnout from our uh, club and all the other uh, local clubs um as well so yeah it was a really good uh, turnout in the first one of the league season so it was nice to be back to some sort of normality because that's the first time it's been run since the covid so yeah all good from that perspective so yeah it was nice to be out there running uh, with good. the guys good stuff and uh my little ewoki friend um mm-hmm. you decided to make the wise decision to uh to pull out of um uh what We've not spoke about it yet on here. I was about to say we haven't, have we? Did, was it was it after recording last week that you decided oh, to drop out? Yeah, yeah. I think tell t- tell me a bit about your about your thought process then, man, because um, uh, well, people will know by now who listens to the podcast regularly that Matt didn't rock up with a race number on Sunday at Manchester Marathon. Um, been a bit of a running gag throughout this series that Matt's done absolutely no training for Manchester Marathon, but uh, I ain't gonna take the piss. I ain't gonna um, uh, make light of it because i think you made a very sensible decision and i know it was a very um uh, hard one to make and uh, it was a long thought out um in terms of uh, dnsing at, at manchester this sunday just gone talk me through where your head was at brother what 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 happened what what caused you to uh, to draw the line uh to be honest i think it was the fact like, like we've, we've joked many times on the show that the fact that I've not done much running um I did all did the, the training for Pendle and I didn't do much much running for that either um and I think cycling to and from work I thought that was going to get me through it um but I, I the reason I pulled out of it in the end was I finished work on my bike and I had to go and take and uh, no, I finished work on my mountain bike and I had to go and pick my road bike up from Halfords which is about two miles away so I brought that old bike here and I started running the two miles to, to Pendle to, to Pendle I've got Pendle on the brain here and I? <laughs> I, was, I was I was about to say I know I'm trying not to take the piss but just for clarity it took you 14 seconds into this segment to mention Pendle but continue <laughs> I started running through the woods uh towards uh, Alford and my, my thighs and my back of my leg uh started hurting and it just, it just felt like a slog and mm. I just I thought deep down, look, I've not done specific marathon training and I've not done any long runs as such. I think the longest run I'd done was probably about ten miles, if that. Um and I just thought, you know what, I'll probably have a terrible time running around Manchester. And if I'd have took my if I'd have t- taken my number to Manchester on Sunday, I think I would have I would have had a go at doing it. And I think the wise decision it's still it's still on my uh, on my um fireplace here now staring at me in face <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just glad i left it there um and didn't take it with me um because i think it was a white choice because 
doing the cheer squad duties that that was awesome as well so yeah unfortunately i didn't do it but uh here's to next year and hoping we'll uh we'll kick on next year and, and do it again yeah absolutely mate and, and no no shame at all in the decision it happens to everybody i've been there i've dns myself i've dnf myself um and I don't think it was the right thing to do. Uh, I said to you, didn't I, privately, that I'd, be, I'd kept my mouth shut because I know what you like and I didn't want to influence it. But I'd been I'd been thinking about telling you, mm. you probably should put a pin in yeah. for, about, for, about, for about six weeks. <laughs> but what, what was the thing you said first? I think I, asked, I sent you a voice note saying, look, you're, you're one of the first people I'm telling. <laughs> first people I'm telling about this. Uh, I wonder if we can insert that voice note into this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, we can. Do you want, do you want, me, do you want me to do you want me to pop it in? <laughs> yeah. Afternoon, buddy. Um, just got on from work. Um, I was meant to run back to Halford to go and pick up my uh, my other bike because it's been in for repair. And uh, I've been thinking about this for quite a while. And I've made the executive decision to not run Manchester. Um, the lack of training, uh, the fact that I've just tried running up the street just now my calves feeling tight legs feeling tired constantly um i've been thinking about it for a few weeks and uh, i think i think it's the right choice if i'm honest um i'll only end up doing myself an injury i'm, I'm thinking and uh, make myself worse so yeah i've decided to pull out the first person i've told is i spoke messaged on her and told her she's not going back to me yet but uh, yeah, I've just, just this minute made that decision, so I uh, thought I'd let you know. That'll be standing with you cheering, and you'll not be able to see my face being miserable throughout the marathon. Uh, so sorry about that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hey-ho. So basically, in a nutshell, what you're telling me is that you're a, a massive, massive failure and disappointment to all of your friends and family. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just, I just can't help us. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right, go on. We're, we're rolling with it. We're going. We're moving swiftly on. Um, I don't think you're a failure to, um, to your children at all. Um, I'm sure they'll. I'm sure they'll forgive you. Um, uh, we had a great weekend, though, chaps, didn't we? And and come on, Matt. Surely. Um, a decent second place to that scenario was uh, was getting on chase squad duties. Oh yeah, it's the first time I've, I've ever done it at a marathon. I've done it at like 10k's and a few 5k's and all that sort of sort of jazz, but never never at a marathon and the atmosphere, um, cheering everyone, strangers you don't know, just shouting the name and cheering them on and giving them the uh, <laughs> the the high fives and the um, power ups and all that sort of stuff. It was yeah really enjoyable, and uh, I am Groot. <laughs> And you and you are group. Yes, a very niche series of signs that Matt put together um, for, for, for the event, which I think Marvel fans enjoyed. But the other nine in ten runners that ran past just thought you were an absolute madman. <laughs> every 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 few minutes, I would just turn around and go, "I am Groot," and everyone just burst into raptures. As, <laughs> as long as you were having a good time, mate. Uh, Paul, Paul, how about you, man? What are your takeaway memories of the weekend? Yeah, I loved it. It's the first time I've actually been part of like a cheer squad. Cause I think I've done marshalling before. I've done it from that perspective, but 
and also I've run, run the races before, um, but it was, yeah, very different being part of the cheer squad, and it was really good from doing the marathon last year, knowing that, like, just that encouragement all the way through really spurs the runners on. But it was just a really great day, the atmosphere, like, from walking down the Stark Village, seeing all the athletes beforehand, and then being out on the course, helping, like, to cheer the runners up and, like, cheer them along and shout the names out. Because that's the thing from running the marathon last year, when you've got your name on, your like, your vest, and you've got so many people shouting your name out, Oh, it was just such a good atmosphere around there. It was just absolutely awesome. And being part of the big cheer squad, like all those guys and all the other people uh, that come along for the WTF light cheer squad, it was just a real good, real good day and a real good group to yeah. cheer them all uh, along. Yeah. yeah, good, good, good assessment, mate. I, I agree completely. I, I think we picked a good place to stand as well. We were nine miles in, just about when it starts getting a little bit tough, isn't it? Nine miles. It's just when you start thinking, oh, God. There's a long way to go and I'm starting to it's starting to touch the sides a little bit and we just we had a great time and we'll we'll obviously we'll shout people out in the roll call later um who uh, who did amazing they're not just from Manchester but of course a, a few different marathons and races around around the country and further beyond but uh, it, it was great to be a part of and and it was nice to to see how organically it grew from last year when we did something similar but a little bit more ad hoc it was less planned out less thought out it was just that we were going a few of us met up and we decided to rock up at a certain point and cheer people on whereas we put a bit more structure to it we got some drinks in afterwards and some food and um it was it was just it was just what sorry what you say matt and we got some drinks in during as well. And some drinks, yeah. yes. It, it was the point at nine at nine fifteen a.m. when uh, everyone else was trying to figure out um, whether or not the first wave had set off, and Matt and I were trying to figure out whether the Budweiser was screw cap or we needed to find a bottle opener. That was when um, I thought this day's going to go a little bit west, isn't it? <laughs> Especially on that first cheer point where there were no toilets nearby as well. So it's like, don't want to drink too much early on, just in yeah. case, <laughs> just in case yeah. I need a piss. Yeah. But but then of course when we got to, we, we after the mile nine section when we were all a little bit worse for wear, um, we went to the 26 mile mark to see people finish, and there was a, a very handy uh, little allotment looking derelict uh, bit just behind us that everyone kept disappearing to for a for a quick beer wee. Um, until somebody pointed out that they urinated next to a human poop. I'm st- I still think that was you, Matt. Well, I know. I, that, if, if it was me, I'd be telling a wildest story on this very podcast right now. You sure would. And but the, be- the best bit was that you kept you you kept getting put off by like kids walking past. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone would just go to the toilet, and Matt would be like, "No, there's kids playing." What what was the quote, Matt? I can't go. There's kids playing on the grassy knoll. Yeah. Excellent. Um, but a wonderful weekend all around, and it's been great to see. Uh, we're going to talk a bit more about the the community stuff, about the fight like family in just a moment. But uh, it was great to see so many people in the group chat on the back of it talking about how they're going to sign up for Manchester in 2023, whether it's uh, taking on another marathon, the first marathon, some people having a go at doing the relay, some people just keen to be involved in the cheer squad again. Uh, we're going to be doing the whole thing again. We're going to be making it probably a little bit more coordinated again. Take the next step. It's going to be a big event for us every year, I think, Manchester Marathon, because I really enjoyed it. And hopefully, you two chaps are going to be there with me, aren't you? Yeah, we'll definitely be there next year at Manchester. Matt, you, yeah. you yeah. silence there. No, Did you I, sign that to answer? I, no, 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 I think I'm, I'm going to be running it I think yeah. I'm this time. Me and, well, I think me and JP are, are, going to be, uh, are going to be aiming for some sort of PBs, so uh, watch this space. 
watch this space. Bold statement from Mr. Matthew Taylor. Um, the only way is up from this year, mate, let's be honest. I mean, I can't go any further lower, can I, with my fucking what, eye? You can't go any slower than infinity. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about my height, mate. <laughs> the only way oh, is me, uh, <laughs> I thought I, I thought you meant because you you didn't do it this year. Because uh, I'm a massive failure to all my friends and family. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Okay, we're moving on from that. I'm, I'm a horrible person. So, uh, I mean, we've been chatting on for ages now, boys. Uh, it's always lovely to shoot the breeze with you. Um, the series is finished, though. Matt, any takeaway memories? Any favourite moments? I guess not just from the podcast itself, but anything that's been. We, obviously, the, we've had more community events happening this year. Um, it's it's been a great. It's been a longer series, uh, but it's been a great series with some great guests. Have you got any standout memories? Uh, I do have one standout memory. It came on the episode with uh, with uh, Lou when Lou was hosting. Uh, mm-hmm. at, the, at the end of the show, you was you were saying how much you miss me and how much how how much you can't work without me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's my standout moment. <laughs> what, just that you finally seventy one episodes in and you finally <laughs> received some kind of praise and validation from how me. Much you need me, yeah. You, you, see, you can't live with me. You can't live without me. That's that's my take from this. <laughs> Like genital warts. <laughs> no, in all in all in all seriousness, I think I think the uh, the the, the part run stuff that Ben's Ben's been uh, mm. out of the part run cup that's been interesting to watch um, and seeing people try and smash all their PBs and targets and stuff. I'm seeing yeah. people go out even though they've smashed their targets and and being beaten by other people. Um, obviously, they've they worked that hard to to get them beat them targets, and it's just been awesome to see. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Paul, how about yourself? Any standout guests for you as as as, a, as an observer, sir? Any episodes that really stood out? I think what's really good is the like wide variety of guests uh, mm. that we have on here, uh, and having an insight into the different people. So at uh, ones like the like like chemo to Iron Man one, Adam Watts uh, earlier in the series mm. um, was a really interesting one, um, and also like from uh, Layla Cooper was an uh, an interesting one as well from the like business side of things yeah. uh, as well because I've not really followed her much um, on Instagram uh, but it's having an insight into that pretty athletic part uh, and then last week's as well Vic Owens for the barefoot running never yeah. something I'd consider ever <laughs> yeah yeah were you were you inspired to take your shoes and socks off and go for a little a little jaunt Paul uh, not quite yet but it was no it, but I think it would be something you consider because I never thought well why would you do that but then when you hear her talk about it you go actually I can see why people yeah. do it Matt, you couldn't do it, could you? That that would just be the final nail in the hob in the Hobbit coffin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no chance. It, it just no. gives give too much ammunition, wouldn't it? You get your little hairy trotters out there, and you're just a live action. I'm going on an adventure meme. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, hate you so, so much. <laughs> you don't hate me. You love me. I love um, you. Uh, brilliant. I'll I, I tell you what, lads, for me, the big standout, uh, the guests are all amazing. The guests are always amazing. I've loved Statman, John and Jack, and they've ki- rekindled some kind of bromance and love, which we never thought would happen. Um, it's going to be sad to see that segment go, although I, I think it's pretty played out now. Um, ben and Emma loved adding them to the team, getting them involved. A uh, lot of love for both of them. Love hearing about Parkrun every week, different dimension to it. It's, it's been brilliant. There's, there's so much good stuff that I've really enjoyed this series, but the big standout thing for me has just been the community side of things and, and how it's kind of um, grown arms and legs since uh, since the start of the year and the start of this series. Um, you know, we had a really strong finish to 2021. 
um, with the community challenges that we were doing virtually through lockdown. And then obviously the Alton Towers meetup that happened in November went way beyond our expectations in terms of people turning up, enjoying it, getting involved, giving us really good feedback on it. Uh, and, and it just really spurred us on to do more. And uh, and I think there's been some great examples of and this isn't this isn't down to us, guys. This isn't some kind of humble brag or circle jerk where I'm suddenly going to start licking Max balls over how good we are. This is about you guys. This is about what you've done. You've kind of opened yourselves up. You've been vulnerable and you've kind of said, I I, I want I want to meet some new people. I want to get involved. Um, I'll take that awkward step. And it's hard. It's so hard sometimes when all we do is we try to grease the wheels a little bit. And seeing you guys at Rasselbock, I was so gutted I wasn't at Rasselbock, but um, it was it was amazing to see all those T-shirts and, 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 and everybody, you know, meeting new people and putting names to the faces on the little squares and kindling these awesome friendships and bonds. Um, and then that's obviously kicked on to uh, we had our Butlins weekend. We've had um, Parkrun coffee mornings. The Parkrun Cup's been incredible. Um, big shout out to Ben and Emma again for that. And then Manchester Marathon this weekend was an absolute joy. It was one of those things where it's everything went right. And God, it was awesome. And it just it just spurred us on to do more. And and, and, and to be honest, that, that's one of the main reasons we've got Paul on. Because, Paul, you're hugely involved in the community side of things behind the scenes um what do, do you want to just just cover off I, I know i do it all the time but uh hear it from a different voice that you know likes the sound of his own voice a little bit less than i do um uh, what what can people do if they want to get involved what, what are some of the benefits of, of getting involved in the community side of things benefits getting involved there's so many like that many people out there that want to uh, do the meetups um so one of the things uh, that we do have now um, is the uh, newsletter as well for the like Fort Lake family because um, we've got the like the WhatsApp chat as well so if people want to join the uh, Fort Lake family WhatsApp chat just get in touch with us and we can like provide them the link to that but as we know WhatsApp chats aren't for everyone because um, the WhatsApp chat there's lots of other conversations going on in it but that's where we do organize some of the meetups and that's where like this week a lot of people have already signed up uh, for like Manchester Marathon next year because they've been inspired by all the different photos uh, and all the Instagram sort of like posts this weekend and as people have been posting on the chat saying oh, I'm going to do it next year I'm going to do it next year who wants to do a relay who wants to do this the chat's been ongoing uh, for that like I said the, What's, the WhatsApp chat is not for everyone it can get a bit busy it can be a bit overwhelming at times but we've also got the newsletter as well, which each week we try and round up exactly what's going on within the Farlick family. We like um, create a collage of like photos from what the Farlick family's been up to, all the part run cup meetups, like you said, with some of the meetups that have happened, be it up in like up in like Widnes or like down south in London, like up here in Sheffield or around the country in Bognor, everywhere. People are meeting up for the Park Run Cup and for their own little meetups as well. So they're meeting like-minded runners, being able to meet up at Park Run and at other races as well. Each week we've got we've got our list of like uh, races and part runs that people are going to as well so if you're interested in a race you might look in the like, upcoming races and go oh I'll see who else is uh, from the Fartlet family is going to that as well uh, like last year when I went, did the Percy Pud met up with like Alex uh, and Lisa Cooper as well because they saw that I was doing the race as well so we had a bit of a meet up there so there's the race uh, calendar where you can see who else is going to those races around the country and some of them it might inspire you to do one of the races uh, as well yeah. So we try and round up every week in the newsletter. Yeah, upcoming yeah. races. And we also have like things like um, 
Jack's like little tip as well, little like additional content. <laughs> Jack's little tip. I feel that that pun deserves more payment uh, 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 than it gets. But sorry, Paul, continue. <laughs> sorry. But yeah, so we have that in there. There's also some extra content in there uh, that we put in the newsletter uh, every week, uh, and also we've got some discount codes as well. So some of the Fartlet family members have also got some like discount codes with some companies. So within the newsletter, we try and share those uh, as well got a link onto a sheet for that so it's where people with the Farlet family people share ideas uh, of the races that they're going to meet up and like I say often like the first meetup people are always like the nervous but like we've seen from like the latest events like uh, for meetings for the Park Run Cup things like Rasselbock and now at like Manchester Marathon as well when you see people there and like their Farlet family t-shirts you know that you're part of a community there and so you know that you're with like friends and that's things start chatting and people made friendships over like Instagram and through the community uh, as well and it just inspires people to get out there uh, and run yeah agreed no no great summary Paul couldn't have put it better myself it it, it we're not for everybody we know that we, we know that you know certain people get rubbed the wrong way by who we are and what we do but that's fine that's fine but if you do think that from Paul's very good explanation there that this is something you might want to be a bit more involved in if you have been listening to this podcast for a couple of series we can only assume that you do kind of like what we do at least a little bit and um and please do if you fancy reaching out if you fancy being a bigger part of it you are very very welcome and we'd uh, and we'd love to have you as part of it Paul what's the best way that people can get in touch if they do want to find out more about getting involved in the Fartlek family if you want to find out more, they can uh, contact us directly via our, any of our social media uh, channels. So be it like Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, um, but also through the website as well. So um, for th- there's also a contact us page on the uh, website, but also for the newsletter, there's a sign up uh, piece at the bottom of every page on the website. So uh, com. At the bottom of that is a place where it is WTF newsletter. At the bottom there, there's a link to sign up. All you need to do is pop your email address in there, click on the subscribe, and then every Friday morning, there'll be the uh, WTF newsletter that goes into your inbox every uh, Friday morning. And then let's say contact us directly if you want to join the WhatsApp chat. We can always send you the link and then just enjoy everything that's there for the Fartlek family. And yeah. Brilliant, 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 great update, Paul. Great update. Brilliant to have you on, mate. Uh, time's flat. We've been chatting for half an hour. This segment's gone longer than it normally does. Um, so let me uh so let's let's let let's let's cut it let's cut it short, because otherwise we're gonna be having another two hour plus episode like last week. Um I'm going to let you two chaps go to bed. I'm gonna go and have a chat with Ben and Emma about Parkrun, and then Matt, you're coming back because you've got your grand debut. As uh, as interviewer, is that what yeah. I'm going to call it? Yeah, no, it's just a chat. It's just a chat between friends, wasn't it? It's just a chat between pals at the pub. Right, okay, no problem. Well, uh, boys, always a pleasure. I'll see you both next series. And uh, Matt, I'll catch you at the end for a little bit of a roll call. Yes, you will. See you later. Now, I do believe it's the uh, it's the skeleton staff on the shift uh, this week. Uh, ben, your girlfriend, Emma's not here. My girlfriend, Matt's not here. It's just the best two, isn't it? I, I'll let you say that one, yeah. I wouldn't dare say that in front of her, but yes, you are correct. It is it is the best two. Um, yep, she's at work. She's at work. Yeah, both, uh, both, both of them working hard to get those pennies in. 
for us stay-at-homers. Um, uh, but that doesn't mean that we've not got an awesome segment coming up, my friend. Uh, last one of the series. Going to find out all about Part Run Cup adventures. Uh, sorry, your Part Run adventures. And, uh, and of course, Part Run Cup had a new draw. So it was a summary of Saturday night's awesome draw that you and Emma did. Um, let's, yeah, let's get straight into it. I mean, how are you, first of all? I'm all right. Yeah, fine. Yeah, just uh, ticking over, getting over the... Uh frustration of the weekend and uh, excited and ready to go again in a couple of weeks down in Boston and uh, oh, just just overwhelmed with the amount of amazing performances that there were in Manchester some of the some of the races I mean I, I don't know if he's had his shout out yet but Jordan Moe I mean incredible from him mm-hmm. um, everybody else that ran it people like Haley and Karen and Lucy and and Michael Slack and Neil Marshall, Jamie, si- oh, it was just unbelievable to see the social media on Sunday night was just incredible. So it was it, it was, was it was ace, wasn't it? And just to give you a bit of a spoiler, we've we've already recorded roll call. Me and Matt took a bit of a different approach to roll call. Rather than taking people's submissions for who they wanted to shout out, we shouted out everyone we could list. It took about fifteen minutes to get to right. everybody. It was it was a big week for running, wasn't it? Absolutely, yeah, great weekend. Um, uh, Paris Marathon was on as well. And mm-hmm. then Sophie was there. There was uh, London, London, Land- London Landmarks, half, yeah. What a great weekend for marathons. So, mm-hmm. and and I believe Brighton Marathon's happening this coming weekend. So, sure is, sure is. Marathon, spring marathon season is in full swing. And excited to see how you get on in Boston, brother, as well. Um, uh, I think you're going to absolutely smash it. Um, uh, put that one to bed. Um, and uh, and then it's on to ultra training then, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. We've only got, what, about 10 weeks, 11 weeks now until uh, me and uh, old Jackie Penfold take to the hills of the South Downs way and uh, tackle 100k in a day over uh, the Race to the King ultra series thing. So... Can't say I'm looking forward to it, but I am in a in a sadistic sense. So yeah, it's coming up, it's creeping up, but as long as the weather's all right, me and Jackie will make it round. I'll drive yeah, it round. Yeah, 14 hours with Jack's gonna make or break you. I think if you get through that, then uh, then you definitely made it. Uh, looking forward to how you both do there. Let's get into it then, man. Tell me about Park Run this week. So Park Run this week took us, I say us, I don't just mean me and Emma, I mean our very own podcast member, Mr. McPaul, he came Mm -hmm. with us too. Um, It took us on a fairly local adventure to a newish Park Run. Um, Now this is one that we, the three of us, were going to go to for Emma's 50th. But we changed plans and we went to what we thought would be a more scenic one. And it was um, it was also a Fibonacci sequence at the time. But we knew that we all needed the next one in the Fibonacci sequence, which was three weeks later. Saturday Mm -hmm. just gone, in other words. So we went off over towards Scunthorpe, heading east. And we went to I've got to say this right now because it's got a H in it. But you don't you don't pronounce the H. Ancombe Valley Way. Park run and and Chomi Valley Way. I was saying for ages, but uh, right. that's just, that's my pronunciation. Um, but now I, I asked the uh, the thingy guy beforehand, and I said, "How do you pronounce it?" Just so I could get it right for the podcast, and I'm still struggling. Ancombe Valley Way. So sounds yeah. sounds right to me, mate. Tell me all about it. So it was yeah, it was it was lovely actually. It was. Um, it's in Brig, uh, 
a little a little town mm-hmm. called Brig, and parking all over the town is absolutely free. There's loads of places to park. So we park, walked over. Uh, it starts underneath the main road into Brig. Um, lovely little team of volunteers. They're all very enthusiastic and. We were stood there beforehand and we listened to the first timers briefing and I, I had to just clarify with him because it was it was a straight out and back along the along the river, uh, the river Ancombe. Um, and there was one tiny little path, really thin path and one wider path. And there were two yellow arrows pointing towards the little path and then the start symbol. And I'm thinking, surely they're not going to pile all of us down that really thin path when there's a big path next to it. So I confirmed that it was the big path. And luckily it was. Um, so we're all still stood under and we set off. And it was, it was, yeah, it was just lovely. It was, it was a nice um, one for Neil Marshall. It was a nice compact gravel path. There he is, compact uh, gravel. You're welcome, Neil. There you go. Um, and it was just simply one and a half miles or two and a half K out and then turn around and come back. Um, flat as you can get, really. I think there was one tiny little climb over over a bridge, but there was nothing to, to write home about. Um, lovely weather. The weather was great. A little bit chilly, but, but sunny and no wind. So, yeah, the three of us ran together. A nice little plod down because obviously the following day was the marathon so i just mm-hmm. wanted it nice and easy um and yeah i mean great great little park run i'm, I'm sure if i'd have taken my speedy shoes and i'd have been ready for a fast one it would have been a fast course but if you just fancy a nice plod down the side of side of the river it's lovely for that um sounds spot on to me especially sounds sounds like a good one for a summer's day sounds uh, you know i think oh. not, not not that it wouldn't be nice in, in well not that any part runs as nice in, in in grimmer conditions but it sounds like one that you'd really take advantage of sun shining bouncing off the river uh it sounds yeah, like a, a pretty exactly scenic one we had, we had the we had the issue of trying to take a picture afterwards and uh I had my sunglasses on because it was that sunny, uh, but Paul and Emma didn't, and we were we had to take about ten ten attempts at each photo because on one of them one of the had their eyes shut or one would be squinting, and mm. it got to the point where I was holding the camera and giving them a countdown, going three, two, and then they'd open their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I saw them, man. They both in the even in the one you posted, they looked like they were trying to read the bottom yeah. line of an eye test. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Yeah, it, it, just trying to get one perfect one was a struggle. So yeah, yeah. We, we posted we posted outtake ones just for comedy value. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it was lo- it was lovely. It was it was really nice and. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm sorry to the listeners, last episode of the series, I just don't have a purple run sign, a uh, yeah. purple sign story. I I did tell you last week that we were going to a new one, so there mm. wouldn't be a sign. Yes, so. yeah, yeah. It, it, w- it, w- it would have been unfair to have kicked off with a run director, would it not? It would have been, it would have been. Like I say, we went for the Fibonacci sequence. It was number eight, so it's it's still within the first two months of its, its birth, and... Yeah, they've not got one yet, but they will have at some point, but not that I'll ever see it. So, oh, well, I knew it was coming before I even got there. So I was over it before it even started. Yep. Um, but other than that, no, it was, it was lovely. And it's uh, if, you, if you're in and around the, the North Lincolnshire area, uh, get yourself there because it is, it is a lovely park run. And 
cafe afterwards. So I'm I'm reeling it all off here before I'm even getting asked here. I know, I know you're a pro. It's the last episode of the series, isn't it? You don't even need me here. Exactly. I've got to put the effort in at some point. Mm. Um, so Beth, our very own Beth and Varney, she, um, her brother's local to it and she used to grow up close by to Briggs. So she knew it quite well and she recommended a coffee uh, coffee shop there called The Steel Rooms. And mm-hmm. it was lovely. It was lo- lovely coffee. Is, uh, sorry, is Beth still the female record holder of that one? She is. She is. Wow. Yeah. Speed, speedy, isn't she? Well, I was watching as the people were coming back on us as we were on the out and back and I was looking at my watch and I saw the first lady come past. I thought, nah, she's not got it. And She's no Beth Varney. She's no Beth and Varney, is she? Um, so I got them to check the results on the way home and yet, sure enough, uh, Beth is the record holder for another week. Amazing, amazing stuff. Uh, series six guest as well. And she joined us at Manchester for a bit, which was lovely as well. Uh, Dan, her, her husband, was running. Uh, well done to him. And, uh, and yeah, great to see Beth. Um, so, yeah, sorry, what what, what was the, the cafe called again, mate? The Steel Rooms? Steel Rooms, yeah. It's literally when you finish the park run, just keep going back along the opposite way to which you ran. And it's just up on your left-hand side, about 100 metres from the start-finish area. And, uh yeah, it was great. We had uh, we had coffee. Me and me and our Paulie had a tea cake each, and uh, Em had a piece of cake for breakfast. There you go. It's and we it, it, was, it was it was marathon weekend, wasn't it? Treat yourself. Um, I'm sure that was Emma's excuse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, she, well, to be fair, Emma covers about a marathon, watching you every time at Manchester <laughs> yeah. Country. So. Place, she, yeah. she, she, you know what she said to me funny story um she went to me when we were texting before about you know meeting up and chair squatting she said oh you know what I, I, I probably won't do the same as last year i'm what what are your plans i was like well we're gonna do mile two mile nine then back to mile 26 and she's like oh yeah i, I don't think i'm gonna be i don't think i'm gonna be going i, I will you know we'll see him we'll do this it'll be fine got to the morning and she was just like Right, so then I need to get a tram ticket to go to here. And I was like, oh, she's going to like 14 spots again. <laughs> I feel I may be to blame for that one. Uh, <laughs> I, I pulled up the old heartstrings and I said, oh, babe, you don't know how much it meant to me with you cropping up on so many places around there last year. It really dragged me through. And uh, as, long, as, long, as, long, as long as she had your bank card to tap in and out on the tram, because that must have cost <laughs> a fortune. <laughs> I wondered where that had gone. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, so, uh, so yeah, it was it was a lovely cafe, really nice. And yeah, great park run, great cafe, great volunteers, no purple sign, uh, lovely sunny day, decent parking, loads of parking, public toilets in the town centre next to the big Tesco between Tesco and Wilco. Uh, and yeah, would would definitely recommend. So, sounds like yeah. a great one. Great one to end the series on as well. I think if anyone is up in that area or fancies a bit of a drive, it sounds like an absolutely bang on one to go to. Oh, um, excellent. I, uh, can can I just check, Ben? Uh, mm. you, you're not going away, are you? We're going to be bringing this segment back in series seven, please. Oh, hundred percent. Oh, we've got so many tours lined up that. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't miss it for the world. I like to let the people know where we go and what we do, and uh, if it inspires anybody to get out to that park run or just start park run, or gives them a it gives them a motivation to want to achieve stuff on the 5K app, then yeah, I'm uh, I'm still going to be here if you'll have me and if the listeners will have us. I'm sure they will, and I certainly will, my friend. It's been a pleasure to have you on and, and, and a part of the core team this year, and, and both you and Emma have been invaluable. Uh, not just, of course, in terms of the, the parkrun tourism segment that you do, but also in how you administer, manage, and lead the parkrun cup, which, 
a brand new round was drawn on Saturday night. So I, I can't imagine there's much of a running update, but what happened with the brackets, man? Eight people left. It's eight, messing up. Oh, eight people left. This is this is where it gets spicy now. And uh, I said in the I said in the live draw on Saturday that this is going to be the last round where you get four weeks to put your effort in. Mm-hmm. So the final relaxer for them, but it's going to really tense up into the semi-finals and then ultimately the final. Um, so yeah, the eight people that went through incredible. There were there were four all-time PBs in Amazing. the round of sixteen from from them. Yeah, only three of them made it through. Um, that, that, so that is, that Julie, 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 she she went out and she she'd not run for like three weeks. She went to Victoria Dock, uh, which is where Jamie Denham went the week before, where it was measured long. Yeah. yeah. Um, don't, don't worry, don't worry. He told me all about it in the pub on Sunday night. <laughs> I bet he did. I bet he did. So bless him. I'd I'd have been furious too because. Yeah. Uh, well, in fact, me, me and Emma down there for London Marathon weekend, and we're staying in Victoria Dock now. The the whole idea was to run Victoria Dock Park Run to get our V, and then also, mm. and then we're staying over the Saturday night as well, and we're going to uh, watch the marathon. But if if Victoria Dock's on, which it it might not be because of the XL in London's on the docks, and that's where they do all the bag drops, etc. Yes. Uh, if if it's not on, fair play, we'll go off to Valentine's. But if it is on. And they measure it wrong. I'm going to be furious because I will be taking my speedy shoes down for that. So, and that 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 will be a story to tell on the podcast, I'm sure. Um, who, who, what's our brackets then, Ben, for the quarterfinals? So we have four ties. We have Clemenane against Kirsty Porter. Mm-hmm. North uh, South. Yep. We have another North South. Nadine Francis against B Harris. Mm-hmm. We have a Neil versus Neil. In Pacey versus Marshall. Choose your Neil. Choose your Neil squared, yeah. And then we have a local one between Alistair Tatum and Paul Griffiths. So definitely yeah. up. And and do, do you know what, mate? Do you know you, you kind of alluded to it before, but the thing that I found most amazing, if I'm being dead dead honest, I thought that by the time we got to what this is round four now, I didn't expect that people would still be posting PBs. I thought it'd be who can get closest to the last PB. We'd be in the plus numbers, but we're yep. not, are we? People are yep. still nailing it week after week and, and round after round and and fair play. It's it's been amazing. See, super inspirational. Just goes to show that people that people are improving and they're putting the effort in and they've they've found a new motivation in their training, which is causing them to to gain this extra speed and confidence. And uh, yeah, like you say, I mean, round on round, we've had all time PBs getting broken, so it's it's brilliant to see. It's brilliant to see. And uh, let's hope we get something very similar in the final. It'd be amazing to see two people go out in the final and uh, break PBs as well. And yeah, it'll be disappointing for one, but uh, elation for the other. And uh, yeah, I um, cannot wait for it. It's it's all going to be done. I'll, a little spoiler here. It's hope. Well, I say it's all going to be done. It depends on the two finalists and if we can get them together mm-hmm. and if it works out. But the the plan is to have it all done before I run my ultra, uh, yeah. which is in the middle of June. So by the end, by the start of June or end of May, we're hoping to have this all wrapped up. So. Perfect. We shall see, we shall see. But no, looking forward to it. Enjoyed the draw. Uh, there's been a bit of banter thrown about already. So uh, excited to see how this round goes with the, with those eight. Mm. And of course, there will be people who um, are 
a little bit disappointed maybe they didn't get a chance to enter the partner cup there might be some people who went out in the first round like me who whilst it's amazing to see all these people doing so well need that bit of competition back so uh, as we alluded to over the last couple of weeks Ben uh, we're going to go away in this little three week gap that we've got between series we're going to finalise the uh, the new tournament mm. the new community challenge that we've got going on don't want to give too much away uh, maybe we could go as far as say that it's going to be team based um, I can't remember we mentioned that the other week. Uh, it's going to be parkrun themed and it's going to be drawing on some of the previous community challenges we've done in the past. So watch this space. It's going to be the biggest and best community challenge we've ever done. If you love parkrun, if you love to make Matt run, this is the one for you. Get it in your diary and get ready and keep an eye on those social medias. Listen to the podcast because uh, we're going to be announcing things in due course ready to go. Perfect. So summarised perfectly, Robert. That's, that's as much as we're giving away for now. But uh, yeah, make sure you're ready for it. Series uh, Series Seven, Episode One. We will announce. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited already, and uh, I know you are, and I know Emery. Yeah, we're looking forward to this one. Excellent. Well, listen, my friend, nothing left to say for Series 6, but a big thank you to you and M for all the hard work you've done. Um, We're going to get out of here now and we're going to get over to our final guest of the series, Ben. But guess what? Rob, 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 what, Rob. What if I forgot what I forgot? Just, no, no, it's me. I've, I've tried to skim over it, but I don't because I've just remembered that if Emma listens to this and I don't mention it, I'll get in trouble. Go on. Um, So we were running Parkrun on Saturday and oh, five you haven't What's asked the, me that. I forgot I've to not, mention the I've not 5K app. We haven't. Let's let's loop back round. Let's do it, man. We've got time. Let's go. So this is my fault, but it worked out all right for M, but it was a disaster for me and Paulie. Um, yeah. so we're running along, and I'm thinking, position bingo today. Gonna mm-hmm. have this today. Out and back. I can count them all as they're coming back, and we can work out where we are. I'll get my phone out, and we'll be checking them on the way back and see where we need to finish. Yep. And which idiot counted them wrong? Ah. Yep. That was me. That was me. Absolutely. So we were coming back down and we were like, right, we're 55th, 6th and 7th. So I'm getting my phone out. Paul's on his phone. M didn't have her. So I'm having to check hers while I'm checking mine. And we're running back along and we're like, oh, we overtook a few people who had obviously gone off too hard and started flaking. And we got to the point where we were on our way back and I was like, all right. So if I finish in front of the person that's in front of us, I'll get one. If you stay where you are, Em, you'll get one. But, Paul, you have to finish behind Em for you to get your one. And lo and behold, I get to the finish line. I've sprinted over, took this lady. And then we got about 100 metres from the end. And this woman in front of me started walking. And I'm I'm probably about oh, 20, no. 20 metres behind her at this point. I'm like, no, 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 go. I need you to finish in front of me. Um so she did she carried on she carried on and the lady behind didn't catch me and em, em and paul finished how they needed to and i got to the finished token lady and i just pointed at her and i went number 50 and she goes nope number 49 i'm like oh, <laughs> oh shit <laughs> <laughs> um but emma needed a clump of four around where she was right paulie needed something like 53 i think or 52 uh, something like that so he didn't get his based on my counting and yeah. I didn't get mine but M got hers and oh, it's just oh, frustrating man. very frustrating even when we try to manipulate it we can't so I'd, I if I'd have if I'd have overtaken the woman that stopped I'd have got 48 which I needed or if I'd have not overtaken the woman that I originally overtook just to break off from M and Paul I'd have I'd have needed 50 um yeah 50 
that's what I needed. So, yeah, what an idiot. But you, you live, you, you live, you learn, my friend. Um, example of my stupidity at Parkrun. <laughs> I can't even count to fifty. Uh, mate, mate, to be fair though, you've usually got your head in about fourteen different um, things that you're trying to get in in uh, in on on the five k app. Yeah. It's hard to keep track of it all, isn't it? It is, it is. Uh, we were miles out from stopwatch for me. So um, did Em get stopwatch? No, em, no, I don't think any of us got stopwatch. No. Um, but yeah, Em got a position bingo. So I, 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 I claimed I did it for her just to make there sure. You go. Her, You're so. welcome. You're welcome. What, you a, what a lovely note to finish on from our park run power couple. Um, right then, with that being said, mate, I will let you go, ready to start prepping for series numero seven. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and just just let you know that we're, we're obviously we're going over now to our main event, to our guest. We're chatting to the awesome Ruth Frecklington, fitness. Spoon at the ready. Spoon at the ready. Spoon at the ready, mate. But guess guess who's not going to be there? Oh, uh, I'm going to guess it might not be you. It's me. I'm not going to be there. I'm going to have a cup of coffee and a bit of time off. I'm going to listen to it and learn about Ruth with the rest of you for the first time because we finally, after six series of asking, we finally let Matty Owls take the reign, the tiny dancer, the four feet of fury, in his first starring role, chatting to our guest. And uh, and I'll let you in on a secret, Ben. Mm -hmm. he, went, he only went and smashed it, the little bugger. Yeah. Oh, I've just got the pen and pad out to mark down how many words he says wrong. Or... <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you will be pleasantly surprised. Dead, dead proud of him. Um, he's yeah, he's worked hard for this and he's come on so far. And uh, and she's amazing. What a perfect guest to do it with. She just got back from Paris. We're going to find out all about that. We're going to find out about the spoon. Why Ben's talking about spoons if you don't know Wiggle Wednesdays and everything in between. What do you reckon, my brother? Should we go over and have yeah. a chat with Ruth Freck? Big shout out to her for Paris. She did really, really well. Mm. She carried on battling through. So, yeah, looking forward to hearing that story and everything else that is Ruth Franklinton. Yeah? Let's do it. Let's do it. Right then, guys, I've been handed my debut to chat to our guest today and what an awesome one it's going to be to finish the series off. Uh, so the final time this series, let's get on and chat with a Fartlek family member that's been supporting us from day one. Saturday Spoon Karaoke and Wiggle Wednesdays gets the little squares of Instagram singing and dancing and I'm about to dance with her today and find out a little bit more about her running journey, the highs of Everest Base Camp and the lows of mental health struggles and all that in between. So please join me in welcoming the awesome Fitness Freckles. Ruth, how are you today? Morning, I'm good thanks Matt, how are you? Yes, I'm all good, all good, thank you very much. Have you managed to get out? I, know, I think I might know the answer to this one, but have you managed to get out for a run this morning? Or <laughs> No, not yet, not yet. No, I'm still in recovery at the moment, so I'm giving myself a good few days of no running, lots of stretching, lots of wine and lots of food. Um, yeah, I'm kind of like, I'm still trying to process everything, to be honest, about the weekend. Mm. So, yeah, just a few more days recovery, I think, at the moment. Spoiler alert, but we'll get into that a little bit later on, I'm sure. Um, so we'll start off these chats how we always start them. Uh, Rob always starts them ask, by asking, how, how did you get into running? Uh, if you could tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, of course. So for me, it was around 2009, I think, so quite a while ago. Um, mm. And just to set the scene that, like, growing up and when I was at school, I was not athletic at all. I hated PE. I tried to be ill most of the time, so I didn't have to do, like, PE. 
Um, and when I did, I tried to be like goalkeeper or goal shooter in netball or something because you didn't have to move yeah. very far because <laughs> <laughs> I was tall. I could get away with that. Um, and my dad was a PE teacher, ironically. Yeah, I absolutely showed no interest in sport. Um, but for me, it was around 2009. And I think I suddenly realised I just needed to start getting a little bit fitter. Um, I was kind of living the dream sort of career wise and sort of socially as well and professionally going out drinking and stuff and the weight was creeping on a little bit um, and someone at work was just like should we try going for a run together so basically that's what I did I started running with a friend and if anyone knows Virginia Water in um, Berkshire near Windsor Park that's where I started and it's basically a massive lake that's about a four mile loop so we just started kind of running around there. And when I say running, it was very much like walking a minute or two minutes to a tree. We'd kind of earmark trees ahead. <laughs> then we'd walk a little bit, then run a bit. And we just built it up, to be honest. Um, and that four mile loop, like the first time we got halfway around without stopping was just it felt huge. And then when we did four miles, the whole loop without stopping, we were just like, oh, my God, we've just done four miles, which it sounds crazy to say that now. But at the time it was it just felt really massive and that's how I did it really just really built it up gradually um lots of walking and running sort of combined um and then just did it for fitness and just kind of tried to continue and it was really running with friends as well just to kind of keep the motivation going yeah um to, to, it kind of kind of like the couch to 5k then there's what you initially started doing with the, with the run walking it, it's a similar sort of similar sort of progress that you did to start off with yeah definitely and, and the thing is I don't I don't even know if that was there in 2009 no. like those apps or anything I'm not sure but I didn't even kind of turn to anything like that and I don't even know what was available around then but we literally yeah it was kind of more of a sort of mindset thing like let's just focus on that tree ahead and then like <laughs> we get a break we can walk for a minute and to be honest looking back on it we didn't really plan to sort of start that way but actually it was the best way to do it because it was controlled we weren't going at it too hard too quick um and it was more enjoyable as well so it was wow. although I say enjoyable I kind of never really enjoyed it um <laughs> I had a very I think a lot of people do don't they a very love-hate sort of relationship with running I was kind yeah. of like I liked how I felt afterwards, like most of us do, but the actual thought of getting up in the morning and going to do it, even when I was meeting a friend to do it, I was like, why am I doing this? This is just like, who, I, who have I become? Um, but yeah, since then, no looking back. And obviously it's still very, you know, a massive part of my life and even bigger part of my life, like the last few years than, than it was sort of back then. So yeah, forever grateful that I stuck with it and um didn't give up <laughs> so, so from from those early years and the, the, to 2009 when you first started up to like present day running marathons and all that sort of stuff yeah did you ever did you ever dip out of it was there any sort of time where you, you thought it wasn't for you or anything like that yeah I think there were months I mean I, I I wouldn't say I was consistent it was very much a just keeping fit just kind of I tried to run at least once a week twice a week um but I was never actually like training for anything um mm. I never gave myself up to races it was literally just a fitness thing um and also it was without realizing it was something that I actually needed to kind of deal with my mental health issues and process and right. grief um, and I probably didn't realise at the time when I actually started running how much I just needed something, something to kind of be outside, to be moving and how much that would actually help what I was kind of dealing with personally. So 
it's it's yeah it's very much been like a keep fit help with my mindset I mean I did do a few races like I did a few 10ks and a couple of half marathons including the Freckleton half marathon which I still (laughs) laugh about my own personal half marathon I'd love to say it is but no um so yeah like and and those were fun you know those were great to do um but it's only really since sort of I guess London in 2015 and probably just before then that things got a bit more serious um, and turned into a bit more of a training kind of thing as opposed to you know I'm just going to go for a run whenever I feel like it. Yeah 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 that's that's understandable and and on on the mental health thing it it does it is it it does get you out there and it does make you when you when you're out on the road you're not thinking about much else and it's yeah I I feel that as a as a runner myself that's it 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 definitely does help. Um, Definitely it's I think it's Sorry, I butted in. No, I was just going to say it it sounds really cliche, but I mean, like I, I'm still on medication today. I've been on medication at various points in my life for mental health issues, and I think exercise and getting outside is is actually kind of better than medication most of the time. And I think if the doctor had talked to me back then about the benefits of exercise, with hindsight, I probably wouldn't have needed some medication at certain points. But, you know, hindsight's a wonderful thing. But yeah, for me, I can't live without, you know, being outside anymore or running because my mental health does really dip. Mm, that, that's very open and honest of you. And, and I think I think don- doctors now do do kind of are, are more on a mindset of, of saying, look, get out for a run more or yeah. get out and, and, and do a bit of exercise as opposed to putting people straight onto onto the medication and um, obviously there's nothing wrong with the medication if people need that that's, that's, no, that's fine it helps not. yeah um but yeah the, the mental health side from running is is, is massive um definitely so 2015 i think our our, our paths might have crossed inadvertently um and and because I, I actually ran London 2015 as well. Oh, did so, you? Uh, oh, yes. Oh, the best year to do it. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, so you ran ran London in 2015. You also ran it in 2018. I um, did. Yeah. yeah. How how was your experience around London then? How how did you enjoy um, that? Yeah, very different experiences, if I'm honest. So I'm going to be the person that everyone hates. For 2015, it was my first ballot entry that I got. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I, I people, yeah, bring the haters in. Um, I basically, I applied for the ballot just under a bit of kind of joking around with like my brother. Um, basically, my sister-in-law had done it the year before and they said, oh, come on, enter it. And I was like, I literally had no desire to run a marathon. Even up to that point, I was like, it's crazy. I don't understand why people do it. Obviously, massive amount of respect um, for people. You know, I've been watching on TV each year, but I just couldn't bring myself to actually get my head around. I want to do it. So I entered it kind of naively thinking, well, I won't get a place, will I? Because nobody ever does. <laughs> and then, um, yep, lo and behold, I the magazine popped through the door. You're in. And I was just like, oh, shit. Um, and I was actually working in London at the time. So everything couldn't have been better in terms of like where I was working, where I was living. But when I got the magazine, it took me about a month to actually like sort of process it I was kind of in Mm. denial which now I look back and I think god you're being you were absolutely ridiculous but it just felt so massive and I was like I can't do it I can't do it and then I think the reality hit me of how bloody lucky I'd been to get a ballot place and the fact I was living in London could train in London I was living in Greenwich where it actually starts I was like (laughs) could you get any better um so yeah I did it and I actually really loved the whole thing I think 
the whole training cycle because I've never done it before. Um, I used to run by the tens and I did it pretty much solo, but I it was just an amazing experience from start to finish. And I think I learned so much about myself. Um, and just as everybody knows, like on the actual day, the crowds get you around. I was lucky to see my family and friends like multiple times around the course. Um, and it was just amazing, really like a good experience. Um, but then I did say, I've done it. That's, you know, I've got the medal. I'm not going back and doing any more marathons <laughs> like we all do. And then, lo and behold, 2018, I got offered um, a charity place um, for cancer research. And I was like, OK, why not? you know go back um crazy and that was a very different experience the training I found I was actually not working for a few months of my training and I actually found it really hard mentally like getting out which you think it'd be the other way around you've got time on your hands so you can go and like train and you know really do a good job with stuff but I think because I wasn't working mentally I didn't really have much to think about or distract me in my run um and I was struggling mentally at the time as well so I found the whole training cycle very hard. We had our coldest winter. <laughs> we had loads of snow that year. Um, and then we had the hottest marathon on record, 20, 23, 24 degrees, I think it was yeah. on the day. And it was, yeah, I was lucky to finish that day. It was not the time I wanted. Um, at one point I was in an alleyway, like not being very well. Um, I <laughs> didn't think I'd finish, but I thought even if I have to walk this last bit, I'm going to bloody cross that finish line um, and I did and I gave myself a very hard time about my time but then after a few weeks I think you process it and I was like I was just lucky to finish that day because yeah. people were dropping all over the place it was quite upsetting really seeing you know people being carried off on stretches and stuff because of yeah. hydration yeah especially when you when, when you've been training like you said through, through the winter and you're used to all those the cold colder weather and yeah the race day comes around and it, it, it's uh it's 40 <laughs> odd degrees and you, you're sweating, oh, you're, you're sweating yeah um it, go on no I was just gonna say yeah it was an experience but you know yeah. I wouldn't change it for for the world because you know you, you can never predict can you what's going to happen on the day and no. um but I've got unfinished business with London so even though like after that I was like never again like never um I'm like now I've, I've got to go space. back yeah I've got to go back and kind of I feel like there's something there I've got to you know kind of go back and give it my all again but we shall see we shall see yeah just, yeah just just going back then onto onto the what you spoke about about the 2015 getting into the ballot and and, and feeling the pressure of having mm. to train for it and being lucky to get in the ballot so that kind of spurred you on me yeah. and Rob spoke a couple of weeks ago about people that enter enter the ballot on the whim. We had a big conversation about it, and and the fact that you, you got in and it's London and it is all this pressure that you got in the ballot and you might people might have entered that wanted to run and you know, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um. That that pressure kind of put on put put on you that you know what it is London. I need to do that, and that kind of spurs people on to actually run run that race, and that kind of inadvertently lets people get onto their running journey as well I feel it does yeah absolutely because I think I would I, I don't even know if I would have considered a marathon if I hadn't got the ballot mm. place because it like I say it's never really been anything that I'm 
been that sort of bothered about um but it pushed me because I knew how bloody lucky I was once I had that kind of reality check (laughs) and everybody around me was like do you know how bloody lucky you are and I was like oh yeah okay we need to do this (laughs) um plus it was for charity you know and I've got um I've always done it for like cancer charities because that's they're quite close to my heart so it was yeah it was a no-brainer to do it and here I am so although I have said now I'm going into marathon retirement which um a few people have laughed at because they're like yeah I don't think that's going to happen <laughs> no not if, you, not if you've just said you've got to unfinished business with London, with London. So, uh, I know yeah. this is great to just you isn't it god yeah so before we want to get on to the latest uh, venture that you did at the weekend just gone um in between all these marathons and 10ks and everything I hear you had a little trip to work uh, to Everest I did, yes. Um, tell, us, oh. tell us a little bit about that. That is so interesting. It's something that's probably on my bucket list, but we'll probably it? never get um, to do. But uh, well, <laughs> you never know. Never say never. I was going to say never say never because I it's always been on my bucket list. And similar to South Mountain, I was like, I'll, I'll never get there. I'll never do it. But I think sometimes you just if you really do want something, even, you know, if it's not necessarily now, if it's years ahead, you know, there's a chance to do it eventually, I think. And for me, it <laughs> oh, I laughed because it was also spontaneous. Um, so I had a bit of a mental breakdown in 2018 and it was all a bit confusing. I didn't really know what was happening. Um, and to cut a very long story short, I ended up leaving my job after a lot of thought wow. and consideration because I felt... I just didn't really know what was happening to me and I felt I needed to stand back and my work were great they were like you know you can come back and everything but I just needed to kind of withdraw from everything so I kind of seem to when I go through a difficult time I seem to then go to sort of I need to challenge myself I need to you know push myself and, and that's my way of coping it's well it seems to be so basically I booked a ticket to Bali um, as you do and just went off to Bali on my own for a few weeks um hadn't really planned anything told my dad that I had like accommodation sorted and people to meet I hadn't I'd got a hotel for like the first night I didn't really know what else I was doing but basically I knew he would worry so hopped off to Bali for a few weeks and um but on the back end of that I'd already planned um to go from Bali to Kathmandu in Nepal and I'd already booked to do that every trip so it was all very last minute the way I kind of arranged it and geographically perhaps wasn't the best way of doing it all but at the time it, it kind of had to be that way for a reason um and yeah it's just something I've always fancied doing so I booked to go with um a group called G Adventures who I definitely recommend they do people probably know them they do trips kind of challenging trips normal holiday trips all around the world um and yeah kind of went to Kathmandu then we set off and and trekked to every space camp and sort of over just over a two-week period um and yeah it was one of the most amazing if not the most amazing thing I I feel I've done because it was just as you can imagine it's pretty life-changing and just going through the emotions and dealing with high altitude um which wasn't fun at times um <laughs> and yeah and it was up in the air whether I'd actually get there at one point because I had really bad food poisoning 24 hours before we got to base wow. camp um and teamed with high altitude without going into detail because obviously everyone knows what food poisoning is like yeah it was not was not pretty um and I was held back from the group so the group set off well, I actually did set off with them um, and I couldn't cope. I was I was pulled back and put on bed rest for a few hours. And they obviously monitor you quite closely because of your oxygen levels and things with high altitude. 
So I had to wait to get the green light to go again. So I was like a day behind the group, which was soul destroying in itself because it meant that I wasn't reaching with the group. But I kind of had a few tears, um, thought I haven't come this far to turn around and managed to get there. And I, I still don't really know how. I mean, luckily, my friend did the last bit twice he like did the bit with me again so that I wasn't on my own and I had my Sherpa and stuff so it was it was amazing um but I kind of felt like I really had to push through mentally to get that last bit done um but yeah I would recommend it to anyone and yes it's expensive yes it's a long way to go but with a bit of planning and you know time and saving up and stuff it's I would definitely 100% tell people to do it incredible did, did, and did that experience and not the whole holiday and not the whole experience of climbing up to the the base camp and stuff did that help with your with your mental health and your, your and the breakdown that you suffered it did yeah it kind of I think it just allowed me to step back I was somewhere amazing somewhere beautiful and yeah. like mountains make me happy anyway it's kind of they bring out my calmness and yeah. it just allowed me time to reflect and try and get my head around what was actually happening and I had challenges when I came back and I had challenges in 2019. I kind of went backwards a little bit during 2019 mm. with my recovery. Um, but going away definitely, definitely was the right thing to do. And, you know, I just feel so lucky that I, I managed Give to go. And, yeah. yeah. To tick Give something. Chance to reset as well and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely. understandable. That's yeah. understandable. And I, I like what you said at the start of that as well. If, if you get the chance, never say never, you get you might get that opportunity and you might, that chance might come where, where you can go and yeah. do these life-changing things. So, yeah, that, that's a good way to think about it. Never say never. And, exactly. uh, and, and there's always a chance. There is. And I think everyone's at different points in their lives, aren't they? People have got families or busy jobs and stuff. And I think it's quite easy to think, well, I'd love to do that, but, oh, God, I can't even, you know, there's no way I'll ever do it. And I think, mm. you know, it's it's easy to think that, but I think even if it's like later in life, like I say, you know, after kids have gone to uni or whatever, but there's, I think you can make those opportunities um, and it's not easy, but yeah, it's like I say, it's a hundred percent worth it. And it's changed me so much, which sounds so cheesy because everybody says that when they do these challenging things, but it really did give me perspective on so much. Um, and it's kind of fueled me to do more um, and sort of do more challenges and climb more mountains and things. So yeah forever grateful for that awesome stuff and you can hear that in your voice as well when you're speaking the, the, the <laughs> excitement when you're speaking about it sounds it's it's a, it's a joy to listen to oh ah, bless you uh, so yes uh, after finishing that then the next one the, the one that's just gone <laughs> all the training paris yeah, marathon paris. Uh, how was it <laughs> Yeah, it was good. Thank you. I'm, I'll be honest, I'm still trying to process it. So um, yeah. I keep thinking well, it's, it's Tuesday. Three, three days it's out. Three days. It's Wednesday, isn't it? We've it's got, Wednesday. We've got it late today. Yeah. yeah, as you can tell, I'm still a little bit out of it. Um, <laughs> it was, yeah, so it was, it was amazing. It was an amazing weekend. It was tough, as you know, you kind of expect. I think I went into it feeling the strongest that I've ever felt going into a marathon, both mentally and physically. Um, and I just thought you just just go out enjoy it do what you can but don't put too much pressure on yourself Um, we all go out and we've all got times in mind and yes I did have like a time in mind but I kind of then just pushed that back a little bit and was just like I just I'm doing this for charity I'm doing it in memory of like a relative 
I'm in like a different city just soak soak up the atmosphere and I I really enjoyed it I felt in a really good place up to about 17 18 miles <laughs> um, and then it's a typical thing isn't it you get to that point and everybody then has different moments where it hits you and I think the legs felt relatively okay um, but unfortunately I had like tummy issues shall we say I felt quite sick um sort of definitely for the last 18 miles I had kind of just felt really nauseous um and it's it's weird isn't it because I I did everything that I normally do my gels were the same and my hydration was the same um everything I'd eaten all I you know didn't change anything um but like we were saying before Matt I think you go into the day and you can have done all the training in the world and done everything you normally do, but you don't know how your body's going to react on that day because you've got nerves, you've got stress, you've got excitement. Um, I think everything combined can just really like mess your body up sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a little bit grim the last few miles, shall we say. And I had a little cry at mile 22. Um, that's when I saw Dan and I literally was like, oh, my God, I don't think I could do this. Um, and just, you know, got some motivational words from him, which is lovely. And, yeah, it the last few miles were pretty grim. But I think at that point, you you haven't come that far to give up. And even if I had to walk bits, I was like, I'm getting one foot in front of the other and I'm getting to that finish line. So the tunes just got pumped up and I was just in my own little world. Um, so, yeah, all in all, sorry, making a long story here. No. Um, all in all, it was great. Um, I came away with a PB, so I'm, you know, awesome. really happy about that. I think you always have mixed emotions afterwards and I'll be completely honest I don't think I've processed it yet and I think it hasn't really hit me either that I've done it um I just feel like sort of just bopping along this week and getting messages and I've been so overwhelmed by so many lovely messages and like you know you've done this marathon you're amazing and I'm like I'm really not um (laughs) so I think it's going to take a little bit of time to process it really yeah well well, a pb is a pb so so in my eyes you've absolutely smashed it thank Um, you and i think i think stomach the stomach issue ones is 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 a hard i think is hard of the one when you hit the wall you can kind of battle through and you you can get a second win sometimes and all that sort of stuff when you when you suffer the stomach ones and and you got upset stomach with that it's i think it's harder to try and try and finish with that as well so well well done for uh, being strong and getting through it that way Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I think we surprise ourselves, don't we? I think you mm. you just find that inner strength to kind of push through. Um, yeah. So, yeah, got it done. Got the bling. Got the T-shirt. <laughs> and that's what it's all about, <laughs> the bling and the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> got my picture in front of the Eiffel Tower with the medal. That's like a it, complete yeah. twat trying to get the right picture. <laughs> um, so all is good. Yeah, I think, I think, I think we've, we've, I've seen the Instagram post. I think, was it Dan that was taking the picture of you taking the picture? <laughs> yes, I was. I took the picture and then I was like, um, the Eiffel Tower is like not straight. And he was like, what do you mean it's not straight? And I was like, well, I've taken a few pictures and it looks like I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. And he was just like... <laughs> Do you want to pass it over to the pro? So he actually ended up. T- and I was like, well, you can't take it because it'd be your hand, not my hand. And I've got nail varnish on. And honestly, I was like, Jesus Christ, who have I become? Like, it's just, it's just a bloody picture. It's like, oh, God, hashtag influencer. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, one thing I did want to ask you then. Um, mm. you, you've obviously done London and you've now done Paris. Yes. Rob has spoken before about running Paris. And he says, is it, is it it's as good as? if not better than any other major obviously he hasn't got the experience of running a major uh yeah mm. i just wanted your take on it would you say it was a a, a major 
could it could it live up to a major marathon yes I think it could um mm. and I'm probably hesitating a little bit there because I how can I put it I found it quite a challenging course in places and I I don't know whether it's just a mixture of post-covid like the first yeah. kind of you know marathon ah. they've done after covid there the crowds there were crowds but there were places yeah. where it was quite empty like yeah. and it was it felt like you were just doing a normal race kind of thing yeah. um which was expected you know you're not going to have crowds the whole way around so it's for me it was very different to london whereas london you've got crowds yeah. the whole way around layer deep but again that was you know pre-covid so yeah so that experience but your experience with robs is, is going to be is going to be slightly different due to COVID yeah i think a little bit different um and i think for me and this could be like a mental thing that the stretches which are very you know they're very straight they're very long and they just kind of skirt parks um and it's all lovely but (laughs) it's just there's kind of a lot of stretches around these parks um Mm. and it's a little bit boring around that point and I think you have to kind of and a couple of people had told me that and kind of warned me to kind of you know get the tunes going around that point um but because I mentally struggle a lot when I'm running in terms of like trying to keep going and distract myself for me those were quite challenging bits um but you know it was it was a good course there was obviously you see a lot of the sites it's amazing when the Eiffel Tower pops into your site and and then you're along the river for some of it so it is an amazing course and I'll definitely recommend doing it um because Paris is beautiful anyway um but yeah kind of mixed emotions about the course itself I think but I could just you know still be processing it all um, yeah. and you do have to be careful on the, the cobbled bits the cobbled streets ah. it's because they they like to give out food quite a lot as well as water which I'm not used to mm. in a marathon and like you'd you'd rock up to the table and instead of water being first on some of the tables they had all these boxes of food like cake and wow. other snacks <laughs> and people no, like no joke people were literally just like getting pieces of cake and stuff which is amazing wow. but I was like how the hell can you stomach that and um and obviously you know that may be a French thing I don't know but I was just like and then bananas and stuff so people were dropping stuff and then with the water as well you had to be careful that you weren't going to go arse over tea at some points because you were just like <laughs> the banana skins everywhere and you know you thought oh Jesus um so yeah very different experience but I, I would definitely recommend it because yeah who doesn't want to run a marathon in Paris <laughs> yeah I think I think that, that, that would be one I'd like to do as well um, yeah I think Berlin's on my list as well. Yes. Some to do, definitely some international ones to come in. Yeah. But when the kids have all grown up and pissed off, that is. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so yeah. So, so what what's next then? You, you mentioned you have unfinished business at uh, London. Is there anything else on the horizon? Yeah. So I think that's just a little thing niggling at me with London. Um, never say never we'll see haven't Mm. quite made mind up about that um so I think for me the rest of this year um taking the pressure off a little bit of running certainly around sort of marathon distance um Mm. I I'd like to PB my half marathon distance I'd really like to do that so maybe I'm going to kind of turn to that for the rest of the year and and try and kind of push myself there because I don't want to lose motivation I still want something to to work towards um and then I'm doing Kilimanjaro in October with oh, um wow. yeah with G Adventures again and also the lovely Zara who everybody knows the classical oh, yeah. runner off Insta um so Zara's coming as well which is amazing so 
Yeah, that's I was meant to do Killy in um, 2020. Unfortunately, I hadn't quite got to the point of booking it. I was very close. And then obviously the old Rona popped up. So um, mm-hmm. it's a bit delayed. But do you know what? Um, it, Zara's coming. So that in itself is um, lovely. I kind of feel glad that I've waited. Um, but yeah, that's now I've done every space camp. Killy was the next kind of on the list, really. So again, feel very lucky that I can go off and do that so a lot of training as well as running I'm gonna have to do quite a lot of hiking and probably travel a bit to get some hills because we don't have many hills around Berkshire (laughs) so um come to Sheffield there's plenty here (laughs) (laughs) yeah I need to get myself up to the peaks and and places like that and just get a bit of yeah and you can't obviously train for the altitude but you can you know train on get the sort of inclines and so I'll be doing that so yeah. yeah I think I look just... forward to seeing all the pictures on that one then and uh, and see your, your your stories and everything on that. I can't <laughs> wait to see all, the, all that sort of stuff. Well, yeah. when, is, when, when is it you going there? Um, early October. Early so, October. Yeah, Lovely. can't wait. So there'll probably be like some spoon karaoke like twats at the top of them. <laughs> Kilimanjaro, because I, I know I can rely upon Zara for that. So um... <laughs> we'll, we'll get onto the, on the, onto the spoon. We'll save that to the end, I think. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait <laughs> yeah one, one thing that I do want to uh, touch on when you send on the when you sent the bio through um mm. is the fact that you d- never considered yourself a runner until a couple uh, sorry a proper runner and we spoke about this a, a fair few times on this podcast yeah um, yeah you never never considered yourself a proper runner until a couple of years ago is there any reason why you thought that or um it's mad isn't it when we mm. when we hear ourselves say this yet we all go out and run it's um it's really strange because even though I did London 2015 and 18, even 2018, I didn't really feel like a proper runner. But then you think, well, what is a proper runner? Yeah. <laughs> so I think for me, I just I've, like I say, I've never been athletic. I've never been that sporty. And I just for some reason never felt I, I feel a bit of a fraud running next to people that are like you could tell just by looking at the kit they were wearing. And which, again, is, you know, totally the wrong way to look at it all. Yeah. Um, and it, I just, yeah, I just never really felt like I was good enough um, to class myself as a runner. And I always mentally struggled with it. I was always, back in the early days, I was very stop and start. I'd always run and walk a bit because mentally I'd give up and I'd be like, I just need to walk. Whereas I didn't need to walk, but my head was telling me I needed to walk. So I don't really know. But I think what changed for me is my strength training. And that so around 2018, when I started doing, getting a bit more serious with my strength training, more consistent more than anything I then noticed the knock-on effect it had on my running because of like for me they go hand in hand Mm. and I've learned so much through that and it's improved my performance my stamina my my love for running really because I actually now go and I can enjoy a run whereas years ago I just used to hate it um so I definitely feel differently today to how I did a few years ago um but yeah, I just it's so weird when we think yeah. we're runners, because if you put your foot like outside the door, you put your trainers on and you get going and you run, you're a runner. Everybody yeah. is a runner who runs. So it's crazy, isn't it? What our minds yeah. can. I think, I think, yeah, I think Donna goes through that process as well. She, she'll she go out and do a, a, a few weeks of running and then she'll not run for a few weeks. And, and yeah, she, she sometimes I, I'm not a runner. But yeah, 100 percent. Yeah. Everyone who gets out the door, lifts up them shoes is a runner a runner in our hundred 100%, 100% yeah. yeah it's just your mind it's isn't just, it yeah, it's just are we all yeah are we all all, all perceive ourselves as, as non-runners when we're running <laughs> but we are 
exactly yeah fair enough right so, and I can't I can't let you leave without you know what's coming don't you Ruth? <laughs> I do I do I thought you were gonna ask me to do a dance or sing something <laughs> oh no I'll not put you in the I mean unless you want to <laughs> I've got my spoon you know yeah you know. <laughs> we can't talk finish without talking about Wiggle Wednesday and Saturday Spoon Karaoke why when what (laughs) just why how (laughs) all the why why. all the whens (laughs) do you know what I don't even know so basically it was before the pandemic I think I one Wednesday I was just being a twat in my kitchen just dancing (laughs) around to some music which I often do when I'm cooking and stuff and I just filmed it and and then I just kind of put hashtag Wiggle Wednesday and I, it didn't really cross my mind. I just kind of it just came to my head and I was like, right, Wiggle Wednesday and then just started to do it. And then it seemed to take off. And I was a bit like, oh, OK, what the hell's going on here? Um, oh, this is a thing now. <laughs> yeah, it's quite a while. Like people were just like I was amazed, like people were really lovely and started doing like Wiggle Wednesdays and then like posting them, which was super super nice to see and actually I had a few people message me going I never would do this I've never post anything but you've kind of almost I feel really cheesy saying this because I I don't like talking about myself this way but (laughs) you've always kind of inspired me to kind of just embrace my silliness and you know so it was really lovely so for quite a while that kind of happened and then during the pandemic as you probably saw I was just I mean I live alone I was like bored to tears most of the time so I yeah made some like videos wiggle wednesday videos and stuff um just to kind of entertain myself more than anything um and yeah just kind of that's how that started and then i don't even know when the spoon came in if i'm honest i think i was just like dancing around and just thought i'd sing into my spoon like a bit of karaoke (laughs) as one does um and that just then took off a little bit as well and yeah kind of i don't know it's Um, i have got embracing the silliness well, yeah, I think you have to. And I think I have, as as you can tell, a massive silly side. I'm very, very mm. driven and serious in a lot of aspects of my life. But I it comes from my mum and her side of the family that are very energetic and have a lot of silliness about them. And I just think I don't really care what people think. I'm, you know, yes. for me, that's my that's kind of my release. And it helps me mentally if I'm struggling a bit. And it, it's funny, though, because I think people think I'm quite extrovert. Um, some people that meet me go you're not as loud as I thought you'd be oh, wow. <laughs> and I, I don't know why but I think because I post these like twat videos some people think I'm a little bit like Rah! like in your face um, <laughs> and I'm I don't think I am I'm I'm pretty I'd like to hope and think that I'm quite normal just with a very silly side um, <laughs> but yeah it's been lovely to see people kind of embrace my madness anyway um, and it's yeah I just don't think about it now I take my I didn't take my no, I did take my spoon to Paris, but I don't think I did any videos. I think I was that athletically focused on the, the job in hand. Um, Hashtag athlete. Exactly. Apart from when I was lying on the floor in the street doing my flat lay, holding a baguette and my spoon. And then a woman rode past on a bike. Um, so, yeah, the spoon did come out for a few minutes. Awesome, awesome. I, I, I may or may not have partaken in some of these uh, Wednesdays or they are quite they get you out there don't they get you get you moving they get lift your spirits yeah exactly like donna and yourself have and it's like Mm. loads of other people and it's just so lovely to see and yeah like if you just i always say if you're feeling a bit down or you've had a shit day you don't like you don't have to post it on instagram but just 
just like dance around your kitchen or just sing and just be stupid and it just that like five minutes just lifts you and just makes you feel so much better about everything that's happened in that day um so I will continue being a twat and um oh. if people want to see it they can if they don't they don't um but that's me so what you see is what you get with the old freckleton <laughs> love it I absolutely love it yeah get involved <laughs> jo- joining uh, all the madness and uh do the wiggle Wednesdays and get yourself a wooden spoon I'd say exactly I'm here for it I need to think of something new now don't I I think we've kind of need to I've exhausted wiggle Wednesday and Saturday it's been karaoke I need to come up with a different one so what, watch what, this day what, what rhymes with Thursday yeah Thursday or Friday we need to get something for that don't we so um, yeah that could be my next challenge well, I've, I've loved this chat. Um, oh, me too. Ruth, it's been Thank awesome. Is, before we before we head off, then, is there anyone you want to shout out? Anyone you want to plug? Or um, just as cheesy as it sounds, everybody really that I've met on Instagram. Um, I never, like most people say, when I set up my account, I never really envisaged that I would make all these lovely friends through it. It was merely to actually help me get through my. Um, breakdown recovery it was like a fitness journal and it still is a fitness journal with a bit of twatish behavior as well Um, (laughs) but I just you know I I didn't realize I had this gap in my life um, for like running friends and fitness friends and I can't imagine my life without some of those people now as you know (laughs) cheesy as it does sound Um, so just everybody and I've had so many lovely messages about Paris as well so thank you everybody for that and I've just yeah I've been pretty overwhelmed and it's just such a supportive community that I just feel very lucky really so yeah thank you everybody and to yourselves as well Matt and to Rob and you know the team because you've done something really special with this like podcast and with the what the fartlet family and the get-togethers um I still need to get my ass to a get-together yeah um, we're looking forward to that one yeah everyone must have a spoon though that's that's um but yeah you guys have done an amazing job and kept people going through lockdown as well so thank you and, and where can we find your your wiggle wednesdays and your saturday spoon karaoke what, what's your insta handle on just fitness freckles yeah, yeah at um, fitness freckles yes fitness yes i've got i can't even remember my own handle them um <laughs> yeah I've, i have thought about changing it numerous times but yeah i've just oh, kept it it's, it's not really yeah. running related is it but fitness records will we'll leave it it works it works it works yeah <laughs> well th- thank you for joining us uh ruth it's been a, a pleasure to chat to you oh thank you so much for having me i've loved chatting to you so um yeah really appreciate it and hopefully we'll catch up soon at one of the, the meetups 100 percent. catch you later yeah thanks matt take care bye Hello lads and ladies, SMJ here and it's question time with me and another guy. So why don't you come on, have a sit on my knee, grab an animal and let's stroke it together. You ask, I'll answer. One time only for the whole series. Wink emoji face. I'm every woman. <laughs> Waitrose, Waitrose, Papa, Papa running, Marathon, Papa, Waitrose. <laughs> What's that, man? What you do? I'm trying to sing into the mirror. Can you leave me alone? I'm every... What? It's not a mirror. I'm you, my lad. Look at me move. Oh, this is a bit weird. Look I don't at me like touch it. Yeah. Nice. I don't know.
Yeah, I don't know whether I'm turned on or just a bit weirded out, Sam and John. What do you think of the marks, lad? These masks get more and more realistic. You tricked me with Matt, you tricked me with Rob, now you're tricking me with myself. And as much as I love myself, it's really weird. I don't like it. Maybe just can you take it off or something whilst we do this segment? I'll keep it on. Now I'm going to keep licking this badger here. No, no, no. You know, I don't like the badgers that bad, John. You're meant to be playing the part of Jack, not not pretending to be you being sorry, Jack. Sorry, sorry. I'll get rid of it. I'll get rid of it, lad. How are you, lad? You are looking good. Wow. You're looking mighty fine too, Statman John, if I do say so myself. I'm not too bad, actually. I'm enjoying our, our evening out here. Do you want to tell the boys and girls where we are? We are where everyone wants to be, at a glow stick convention. Yep. We It, it happens annually. You come along, you see the latest and greatest glow sticks, uh, the new up-and-coming glow sticks, the glow sticks that have been dropped from the market, and uh, we're here to find out what the best glow sticks are and what ones we can take home um, to help promote our business a little bit more. It's interesting, yeah, isn't it, yeah, Sam and John? Yeah, yeah. I can't stop dancing. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. Uh, yeah, dance, but don't touch yourself. Although, oh, shaking I'm trying... those hips. Rob shaking my elbow. those hips. You're, you're shaking them better than what I shake them. Do a backflip. Do a backflip. <laughs> Oh, don't, Savage, or don't you hurt yourself. Oh, God. You're, you know, you're yes, going to make yourself feel, you're gonna make yourself feel sick from all the <laughs> dizzying around. Oh, no. <laughs> it's all right, lad. It's all right. It's all right. Oh. Lad, what do you think of my necklace? Uh, yes, yeah, I don't really understand it, though, Sam, because you're dressed as Jack which is yeah. a J, and your name's Statman John, which is an S and a J. So I don't really know what you're doing with an R on your neck. I got it from the man over there. He only sells R's, and it's actually my favourite letter in the alphabet, and I like to wear it backwards. You know, I'm going to say one response back to that, Statman John. Yes. Did you know it's also a pirate's favourite letter, R. R. Look at me twerk. Oh, I've got to stop no. these glow sticks are doing something to my body. Yeah, yeah, you calm yourself down, Sam and John, because we need to go around to another couple of stools. And remember, we've got that um that big important conference on the stage where they give us the rundown, the facts and the figures of of all the glow sticks in the world. I cannot wait. I cannot. Right, I'll yeah. calm down. I'll calm down. I'll sort myself out. You calm um, down. You're right. I'm good. Are no you my lad? Are you my lad? Oh yeah. I'm just a bit weirded out by you wearing my mask, wearing my face as a mask. And, mm. yeah, it's just disturbing me. I don't want like to be it. turned on or, or, or feel sick. Do both. It's the best way. Yeah, I'll try to stand my trumpet. It's a little bit hard. Maybe I have to have but a But I'm intimate. Vodka. I am sick the whole way through. Mm. Lovely. I like that, Samantha. It's a bit weird. Uh, should we move on to the questions? Because you're, um, you're acting really weird and you keep touching yeah. yourself. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let's yeah, go. Cool. Yeah. Yes. I'll start with the first one, Sam and John, and it's from Simondo runs and eats underscore runs and eats. And he says, Would you rather have a third nipple or seven toes on one foot? Hmm. I'll jump in first, Sam, man, because okay. um, I don't I don't want you to think I'm stealing your ideas. Okay. I would personally say seven foes seven toes on one foot, I think, because I could hide that a bit more than if I had a third nipple. I quite like taking my top off. Um, even though we don't have to take our clothes off to have a good time, I do like to uh, You don't have off. to take your 
Close, Close your off. Have a good so have time. a good time. Yeah. Uh, That's lovely, Statman John. Thanks. What's your answer? Um, well, as you know, you've seen me in my flesh. I actually have five nipples. Um, having a third one is quite good. I recommend it. But um, I'd like to have seven toes with this. I've only got one. Um, so, yeah, it'd be good. Have another six. Yeah, you feel like you're missing out. When, whenever I get my feet out, you always get a bit jealous of how many toes yeah, I have. Yeah, so. we can't intertwine our toes. And uh, no. Emma can't cut my toes before a marathon. She only cuts the one. So, I'd yeah, yeah another six to keep her there for a little bit longer. Exactly, exactly. Keeps someone busy, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Did you want Did you want to jump on with the next question before we yeah. go on about toes? Um, at 70, Neil P. My man. Um. Oh, wow. Fantastic. I think this is live. He has caught a crow in his garden. How do I train it? He's asked. Um, Shall I jump in? Yeah, jump. Here's that man, John. Jump. Um, For For my love. love. Jump in. Jump in. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Lovely. Um, I love this, that man, John. You go ahead. Neil, Neil, come on. Sit on my knee, lad. The, uh, The crow has already started training you. You don't need to do anything. No, no. Listen, Statman John, you know, he uh, he got really well with his crow. What was the name of the crow again, Statman John? Just remind me. Jack. Yeah, he was nice, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Mm, you haven't seen him in a while, but he was a, he was a lovely old chap. So I, would, I, I can't add anything to that. Just listen to Statman John's advice. Let the crow train you and then eventually you two will become one. And you'll be best of friends, just like Statman John and Jack the crow were. Well, probably still are, aren't you, Statman? Yes, yes. Don't, let's not bring it up. You're bringing it all back to me. Yeah, you get a bit emotional. And we don't want to yeah. go there, do we? No. No, not today. No. Not today. No. <laughs> <laughs> you hold it in, Statman, John. You're right. Yeah, I'm right on land. I'm fine. You don't need to go to the toilet at all. You just hold it in, yeah? Yeah. Cool. I'll go from the next one, which yeah. is from MK, MK Laughs, our, our friend from over in America, Statman, John. Fantastic. What a you know, woman. You know, you know that country? We went over there to the Dallas Park Run, didn't we? Yep, I know uh, there and her very well, actually. Good. And she says, what sound is made by the flapping of one sparrow's wings? And I would I would have to say, I genuinely don't know. I'm not the animal expert here. I know Statman John is, but I can't really give you an answer to that because every time I get near a bird, they fly away. But every time Statman John gets near a bird, they sort of look into him with uh, love heart eyes and they come together in harmony. So I'm going to just let Statman John roll with this answer and he'll be able to give you the correct one. I uh, actually I can play you it how it is and then I will slow down the noise if you like. Uh, so you can Brilliant. hear it in all its true form. Have you got it on tape then, Statman John, or, or can you recite it from your vocal cords? I have it here, a sparrow. So I'm going to just flap its wing and then I'm going to okay. slowly flap its wing. Okay, brilliant. Let's go. That was a wing. Did you hear it, my lad? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is seven, John. Can you, you slow down a little bit? Sorry, sorry. Can you slow down a little bit, please? Because it's a bit too quick. Okay, are you ready? Listen in, everyone. You've got to hear it. Do you understand? Yeah. Yep. I'm about to about to do it. Okay. 
Oh, I'm a sparrow flipping my wing, flipping my wing. I'm a sparrow. Did you hear that, lad? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. That man, I did. It was brilliant. That's it. Was it. Really That's nice. It. I'm just gonna let this go. Do you want to name it before it goes? Um, Simon. <laughs> Never name an animal. You have to keep it for life. Here you are, oh. Simon. So I've got to keep Simon now for the rest of my life. Yeah, put it in your pocket. I yeah, I tap in my back pocket. Just remind me not to sit down, otherwise, you know, you know, it make go a bit funny. Um, and we're going to our uh, actually no, sorry, Stepman John, I'm jumping ahead. You were going to read our penultimate question, weren't you? Yes, yes. Uh, the monkey. Wow, the man with the ginormous, fantastically shaped spine. Um, he has asked if you were going to a wrestling themed fancy dress, what outfit would you wear? Question mark. Mm-hmm. Mm. What would you wear, Sam John? Before I go with my answer. Um, probably what I always wear when I uh, actually do wrestle. Um, there's a full head to toe leotard uh, made of Chihuahua hair. Um, apart from the crotch area where you would wear pants there is nothing there just my huge penis oh right nice that man john mm. nice. they call me you do the snake do they mm. the statman the snake or just the snake not even the they just say snake and then i'll come on nice yeah. nice what type of snake have they have they said that yet or just no just no they never i can show you if you want you can say what type but then you got to keep it yeah, no, I don't want to name your snake or anything, Sam and John, because okay. as, much, as much as as much as I love you, I don't want to have to keep you uh, any longer. I know our, our friendship has grown, but I don't want to keep you any longer than what's needed. Um, what would you wear? Well, Mr. Dirt Monk and Sam and John, um, I would not wear an outfit that I've previously worn, um, Jack the Snake Roberts. I would introduce a new outfit, going to be Jack the Snack Roberts. And I will probably just put like random bits of food around me, maybe like a, a taco filled or nacho filled hat, um, maybe a, a big inflatable hot dog outfit around me, just something that people can snack on over the course of an evening. I think that'll be good. Keep keep people um, filled up and to make sure the alcohol doesn't hit their head too soon. Do you think that's a good idea, Stepman? I like it. I think Simon would enjoy it. Mm, yes, I would love it. Although I wouldn't have a back pocket if I wore the hot dog outfit, so uh, I'd just have to hold him in my hand, wouldn't I? Yeah. Mm, exactly. Um, and th- we've got one more question, Samuel John. No, we only normally do four, but we've got a little bonus one this time. Do you want to oh, hear it? Cheeky, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm gonna have to keep hold of you for maybe one more minute. I hope that's okay, okay with you. Go on then. Yeah, it's, it's the last. Pe- it's the last question. We're, I think we're ever gonna have with this business. And it is. You're emotional, my lad. I'm a little bit emotional, but... You want to cuddle? I don't want to cuddle someone. We we can cuddle after. I'm sure we have loads of time after we've both given our answers to this, won't we? Okay, okay. Go on then, Yeah. Yep. And it's it's from our good friend Rob. Remember oh, Rob? Fantastic, yeah. Mm, good Rob. And he said, how about a question from him? What are me and you, Statman, John and Jack going to do next series because I'm oh he says I'm cancelling this clusterfuck of a segment um 
I'm sure that means something good to Statman John. I'm sure probably a bit of autocorrect. I'm sure he meant um, he's going to have to cancel it because it's just too good for the show. Um, but yeah, Statman John, what, what, what would you answer to that? What are we going to do next year? Next year um, or next yeah, uh, se- next next series? Sorry, Statman John. Okay, I could answer both, but I'll go for series. Um, well, shall I tell shall I tell the listeners what we're doing next series? Mm, yeah, you go ahead. This is breaking news. You're hearing it here first. There's going to be T-shirts and everything. Next series, lads and ladies, we are. Oh. 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 Why am I in bed? Oh, Jesus. Statman John? Where's he gone? Oh, was that all a dream? For the very last time in the series, Matthew. And we're going to do it with a little twist. Little twisty twist, but I've not told you what that twisty twist is, so prepare to think on your feet, which we all know is something you're notoriously bad at. Um, (laughs) but you can certainly nail this first bit. Hit me with a roll call, baby. All right, partner, you know what time it is. Keep roll calling, baby. Keep roll calling, 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 calling. What? 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 Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin back at WrestleMania this weekend. What? Uh, <laughs> niche reference. Uh, not a lot of wrestling fans in the community, but for Neil Marshall, enjoy. Um, so I thought we'd do it a little bit differently. So we put a roll call out like we always do, Matt. Mm-hmm. And what happened was we got a um, uh, we, we got a few responses. I think everyone was just, I think so many people did so, much, so many amazing things. They were kind of uh, uh, maybe on autopilot a little bit. We did get some good responses and we've got some very nice responses from people that saying, uh, you know, thanking us and thanking us for Cheer Squad and all, all that kind of thing. And we, we could quite easily go and read through those and just make that it for roll call. But I don't think that is quite the, the purpose and the objective of, of these kind of things. Um, so I've made a list of, I hope it's all the people in the Fartlek family that have run this weekend. And, uh, I'm so sorry if we miss anybody out, please do message and say we missed you so we can make sure series seven, episode one, we get you on at the top of the hour. Um, but this has been a little bit haphazard and a bit last minute, but I thought Matt that today we would come up with the roll call. Cheers for that. <laughs> so, so yeah, enjoy, enjoy, Matt. Um, so, go on. Who, who, who do you want to shout out? <laughs> Cheers for that. So you've made a list and then you just throw me yeah. under the bus. Who do you want to shout? Out? Yeah, go on. The list is in your brain. <laughs> First of all, then I'll shout out the cheer squad that was there. Uh, oh, the... don't be a cop out. I've already said we're not thanking them. Well, all right then. Fair enough. Roll call. Uh, everybody that can remember that ran Manchester. Here we go. Let's see if we can reel them off. So we've got uh, Jez. Uh, Stormtrooper runs. He was there. We didn't manage to see him, though, but he was there. Uh, Smithy's Miles. Awesome yeah. running from big, Smithy's Miles. Big, big hug-off baby shark, Hannah. It was amazing. Yeah. Not spoke to it uh, uh, in a while. Say that again, sorry. I think I was at the toilet at that point. I saw the 26-mile marker. Um, you did. You did. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing to see her. She did incredible, so big shout out to you. How about uh, how about Jordan Moe? He needs his weekly shout oh, out. Yes, he smashed it. Awesome running a, a PB and a sub three hour marathoner. Awesome, oh, absolutely, absolutely incredible. Awesome. He wasn't the only sub three hour marathoner in the Fortlake family, though, Matt. He wasn't. Who was the other one? 
missed well there was two actually uh mike slack came in comfortably sub three uh rocking his new revolution clothing that's a nice nice. vest isn't it lovely yeah that's awesome awesome bit of swag that yeah and and another uh slightly um uh quieter member of the old fartlek family but just as important nonetheless steve shoop our good pal steve shoop he smashed it sub three as well so huge well done to the sub three crew um who else matt uh, we had one of our old guests uh, that was on the show, Dominic Campone. Uh, mm. He's one as well. He um, did. Yeah, good to see him on, on the course uh, running about. Um, also, there was uh, Adam Axford. Um, he, he went out and, and did, the, did the marathon. He didn't get the time that he wanted, but he still smashed it nonetheless. Yeah, uh, yeah, he re- re- really dug in, did Adam, at, at the end of it. Um, you should be really proud of what you've achieved, mate. I, I, I thought you did amazing. It's tough out there when it doesn't go the way you want it to go and, and you got it done and that medal is worth a lot, mate, and, and we're dead proud of you. Well done. Yeah, awesome, awesome stuff. Um, Karen Busy Birder, Birder she, she went out and, and smashed it as well. I think she got a PB. Um, yes, awesome running. Uh, Haley. Hilly runs here and her mum uh, ran together yes. all the way around. That was beautiful to see, um, see them smash it together. Uh, I think they finished within a couple of seconds of each other. And it was yeah. awesome to see them, them, them cross the line um, and, and finish that, that race. It was great to see. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. How about um, Rach Mack? Yes. Machine! Yes, we still, uh, we, I was still on the wall, just, just shy of the finish line, trying to cheer her home. But she didn't, didn't hear us. Uh, me and Polly was still on the wall, trying to give her a shout. And, uh, and she didn't hear us, but... We, we give her a good good cheer along the way, um, and she smashed it as well. Um, Maybe she just doesn't like you, and she's ignoring you. Or all, all, all that, yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, she was she was closely followed by uh, someone who definitely likes you, Mr. Neil Marshall, Lieutenant Stop. Marshall. Um, he, he says he likes me. But you never know. You never know. Never know with these things. But yeah, he 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 went out and uh, did a great job as well. Um, he kept giving me grief all the way around. There was one point I was coming out coming out of Lidl with, with an umpteen amount of, uh, of snacks for people. And uh, I seen him as I was walking out. I'm like, oh, it's, it's, it's Neil Marshall. And I started running by the side of him. And he's just going, what are you fucking doing? <laughs> was that your Geordie you accent? You should, be, you should be running it with us. <laughs> It is, it is, it is funny though that he probably, he might have thought that you were meant to be running the marathon, and he saw you in your tracky bottoms with a carrier bag full of snacks. Uh, you do the whole marathon like this, Matt? No, he did amazing. Well done, Neil. Great to see you. Um, how about Sam Slater? Oh yes. Oh, gutted for her. I think the course measured a little bit long on her watch. Uh, she, she was aiming for a sub four and she came in at 409, bless her. Um, but, but an absolutely awesome PB. Um, I think she knocked 20, 25 minutes off, off her yeah. time, off the previous time. And that is that is something to be proud of. So, yeah, I think I think on her watch, I think it mapped at 26.4 or 26.5 or something yeah. like that. So. Always, always horrible when that happens and uh, when you get so close. But you were incredible, mate. Please don't let that take away from your accomplishments. That PB is massive. That performance is incredible. Um, I, and, and honestly, I know, I know you know, and I know he'll know, and I know that me saying it probably doesn't mean anything, but I've never seen a man prouder of his of his misses in my life than Jeff beaming here to here watching you finish. So, love the both of you. Well done. Massive, massive achievement. Um, yeah. Simon Minty. Oh yes, my, my boy. 
What a performance from him. Awesome stuff. Yeah, so at mile nine, cheered him on, give him a good old cheer for that. And uh, yeah, he, he brought it home. Awesome run that, Simon. Well done. Yeah, amazing. And, and great. I, I think it was the first time me and Simon have met properly in person, long overdue uh, afterwards. So uh, good to have a beer with you as well, mate. So uh, well done. Absolutely incredible. Uh, oh, Matt, let's mm-hmm. not forget our relay runners. Yes. So we've got Kelly and Angela. Who both run the relay? I think Angela run the first leg, and uh, and Kelly brought it home uh, with the second leg, and finished it off strong. So yeah, awesome run by those two girls. The fort leg girls, I think, was on the vests as well, which yes. was good to see. Yeah, love love to see it. Um, Jamie Denham, big Jamie D. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's big to me, but he's he's he was he's a lot. <laughs> he's definitely big to you, isn't he? Yeah, uh, he went out and had a good run as well. Um, awesome to see. Yeah, great job, Jamie. Uh, Zach Leverage also absolutely smashed it. We missed him on the course. I'm dead sorry, Zach, but you did absolutely incredible. Huge well done to you. Um, Well-deserved medal, mate. Congratulations. Um, It was one of them guys that shouted out and you were like, oh, I'm famous, I've made it. No, no, that was was Amy. That was running birdie Amy. She's from weirdness. Um, uh, weirdness um but uh but no she uh, she told me that she started shouting statman john at me um and uh and that was that was very nice to hear um big shout out while we're talking about weirdness uh carl barnes i just want a big shout out to carl barnes i'm not sure if carl listens to the podcast um but he said i think it was a witness club record uh we're just running club record at the marathon he's just going from strength to strength um bit of a spoiler alert he's actually going to be a guest on next series podcast matt Nice. Um, Carl, uh, Carl battled alcoholism and um, found running. Um, says it saved his life. Met his uh, now fiance um, through through that. I don't want to spoil too much of his story, but he's a good bloke. I've known him since sixth form college. He's a he's a pre-running friend, so I'm excited to have him on the show. And he absolutely nailed Manchester Marathon on Sunday. So well done to you, Carlos. Awesome running. Who else? There's more, Matt. There's more. Is, it, is there still some more from Manchester? There's more from Manchester. Let me think. Let me delve deep into my brains, which is not that very deep. Um, I was about to say, don't hurt yourself, mate. I can't think. Who else was there? Who else was there? What, what about the power couple? Oh, the power couple that are Bemma. Yes. Yeah, well, Be- Ben. Well, no, well oh. Bema are a power couple, but Emma didn't run it. Oh, I know Emma. Emma was part of the cheer squad, but Ben. We're proud of Ben anyway. Uh, oh, always, always proud of Ben. He's going back to Boston next week to uh, uh, to to what, write what he sees as a wrong. I don't see it as a wrong. The mm. man's superhuman and he's my absolute running inspiration here and I love him so much. I wanted to save it to the end, but Matt ruined it. Um, uh, but yeah, we love you lots, Ben. You did amazing. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing you. You bounce back and absolutely smash the next one. Um, no, I was talking about Alistair and Lisa. Oh, yes. Sheffield, the Sheffield lot. Yes, yes, awesome, awesome to see them running. Um, yeah, PBs, and, PBs for both. Is it? Well, was it? I didn't know mm. that. Awesome stuff. Yeah, and the catch up afterwards. Uh, I've not not spoke to uh, Alistair and, and and Lisa before. Um, why have I gone quiet then? I don't know why have you gone quiet. Is that the end of it? And, you, I, and I don't want to again. <laughs> Take huge offence to that, Alistair and Lisa. Matt apparently hates you. You've stunned him into silence. Can we call that a bit? Nope. Oh, you dick. Hurry up and say you like Alistair and Lisa so we can just, move on. I feel like I had a good chat with them. <laughs> I had a good chat with them. Uh, what about, <laughs> let's move swiftly on because you're making enemies. What about Lucy? 
Oh, yes, yes, Lucy smashed it as well. Uh, good to see her um, rocking all the Just Do You stuff as well, um, coming along with that new gear and the new swag that she's got. Yeah, uh, I, I've heard that she wants me and you to be models for her, Matt. <laughs> yeah. So she, so she proceeded to uh, invite JP and herself on, on this photo shoot, and uh, she left me and you out, Paul. I don't, I I don't, I don't know. <laughs> what, what has John Pickup got that me and you haven't? Yeah, exactly. Lou, answer us that. Riddle me this, Lou. What's <laughs> JP got that me and the four feet of Fury Matt Taylor don't have? Mm. I mean, his calves are bigger than my head, but <laughs> it, he is pretty dreamy, isn't he? Uh, hubba hubba. Mm. <laughs> Moment to appreciate JP. <laughs> anyway, where were we? Good looking bastard. Right, okay. Uh, and let's not forget, I think we've got through pretty much everyone. I'm just having a little look down my list to make sure. Um, oh, uh, Darren, Darren, uh, I Darren had chased him down um, to uh, to get a high five because I missed him um, on the finishing stretch. He did absolutely incredible. Big shout out to you, mate. Huge congratulations. And then a few others. Uh, Sam, uh, we didn't see Sam. Sam underscore B underscore G uh, messaged me, said that he high fived me. I didn't know what was going on. I was so in the thick of doing power ups that he ran mm. past me. And and Nat Runs was there as well, who won our competition with Pretty Athletic last week. Uh, great TikToker. Give her a follow. Nat underscore Runs on TikTok. She's uh, very funny, very enjoyable. Uh, content, running content on TikTok. And I think that was all of our um, Manchester guys. I mean, we're bloody 10 minutes into it. Longest roll call ever. But uh, well done to all of you. That, they weren't the only people who ran, though. What about people who are running in Ooh La La Paris? Ooh La La Paris. Oh, yes. The, the the one and the only fitness freckles who I've interviewed. Oh, I've mm-hmm. not interviewed yet, but I will be interviewing. And you've probably already you've already heard it. So uh, yeah, fitness freckles. She went out and, uh, and ran Paris. Um, did uh, did Dan run Paris as well? I'm not sure. No, no, but Dan did run a, a route on the on the Saturday plotted out by yours truly. Um, uh, no, uh, Sophie Bestwick was there though. Um, our international fartlekker uh, representing the fartlek family at every park running continental Europe. Um, <laughs> absolutely incredible woman. And uh, yeah, she ran Paris as well. So well done to you guys. Mm. I've done Paris. It's my absolute fave. Uh, very jealous of you. The medal was lo- Have you seen? Did you see the medal for Paris this year? Oh, yeah. Oh, it was lush. It was lush. Um, uh, and then let's not forget the guys did London Landmarks half. Mm. Yes. Uh, I, 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 You've got a list. I've yeah, you've wrote a list. I've not come prepared. So so, so when I said let's not forget the people who did London landmarks half, and you said yes, yes you um, forgot the people who did London landmarks half. You you wrote a list. I haven't got a list. I you you Laura did Blackwell. List. Laura, yes, she did. She did do the London landmarks half. Well done, Laura. David Young, Vicky Davis, Joe Hammond. Huge congratulations to you guys. Absolutely awesome stuff down in the big smoke. Uh, great race to run, actually. Um, oh, my, uh, my, my uh, brother-in-law ran it as well, uh, Landmarks Half. He probably won't listen to this, so stuff him. I'm not, not going to shout him out. <laughs> okay. Oh, speaking of brothers-in-law, Andy Howling. Andy ran Manchester and did ah. absolutely amazing as well. Uh, Just Fiend's brother-in-law. Um, sorry, Andy, uh, uh, you threw your shirt at me um, at the start and I didn't see you again. Um, so ah, I was just... That... Yeah, I wonder who we were. <laughs> did, you not, did, you not, did you not Did you not recognise him? Uh, an adoring fan throwing his, adoring fan throwing his clothes at me. No, it was a sweaty T-shirt. He told me to put it in the bin. Um, <laughs> I think Sammy put it in my backpack because she doesn't like throwing stuff away. So I think it's still in my backpack. Um, you can have it back if you want, Andy. Um, and uh, Leanne runs with heart, of course, did run in half. 
So a huge well done to you uh, on your return to running. They're absolutely incredible. I am spent, Matt. Mm. That was hard work. It was almost as hard as running a marathon, wasn't it, doing that? Jeez. I know. God, I you know, guys are lucky. You're lucky you didn't have to do that. I know. I know. It doesn't. It feels like we've achieved more doing that than you did even running a marathon. So why bother? <laughs> Uh, so for the last time this series Matty Taylor that was our roll call baby well done everybody and with that being said Matt this is already bumper episode um, is in danger of ticking into the two hour territory I think it probably already has done actually Um, so we need to get out of here don't we certainly do hit me with some thank yous before we go Thank you for the final time this series to Graham Lindley for the super awesome theme music. Thanks to Ruth for coming on and sharing her story. Um, ben, Statman John, Jack, Emma, um, everyone who came to Manchester to join us in the cheer squad duties. Next year, we're going to be guaranteed to make it bigger and better than ever. Um, thanks to everyone behind the scenes. So Sammy, Lou, um, JP and Joe, congratulations. Getting through to the last bout of chemo as well. We love you. Can't wait for you to get back with us. Um, the newsletter guy, so we've got Paul who came on chatting to us earlier, Claire, um, Claire.runningmum, Nick Finney at Dirt Monkey, and Jamie at 3D Jamie. All those awesome guys that do all the behind the work stuff for behind the scenes. Yeah, awesome stuff. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, very good roundup, mate. Uh, thank you to you, of course. Mm-hmm. All banter and joking aside. I was, you know what, mate? I was just listening to you then, and um, I don't blow smoke up your half ass. Half Austin, arse often. Um, but uh, I was just saying, I was like, that that was a million miles from Matt two or three series ago. Oh, thank you, thank you. And, and, and I don't, I don't just mean in like your kind of what you're saying. I mean like your pitch, your tone, your delivery, um, the confidence, the patter, the way your your voice goes up and down in the right places. I, I, I you're just smashing it, mate, and um, and you're turning into a right little a right little host, and I'm dead proud of you. So well done to you. But um, and the fact that I don't give a shit anymore if I found sound like an idiot, yeah, that, that helps yeah, as well. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Just, 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 just let it go. Let it go. Let it go. I can't sing even worse than I can normally because my voice is definitely about to let it go. Um, uh, thank you to you guys, our Fartlek family, our awesome running community. Every single bloody one of you, you're beautiful amazing. We wouldn't do this if it wasn't for you, honestly. I know it sounds like a cliche thing, but what would be the point if if it weren't for the, the, the those of you that listen that care that interact that come to the events that 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 share stories that that tell your friends that that give us ideas that give us inspiration we there'd be no point in doing it because this stuff that we do we, we do it anyway like at home or in the pub three times a week and on runs so the fact that we sit down and record it is only because of you and we're dead, dead grateful for you. And please tell us when it gets too long in the tooth, tell us when it gets boring and tell us when you're sick of it, because we want to call it a day when it's time to call it a day. But hopefully that won't be for a very, very long time. Um, Matt, we're going to be back soon. We are. I don't know we when, are. you've not given my uh, off duty yet. So, uh, I've, I've, not, I've not sent you your rotor. Um, we are going to have a little bit of a break, my friend. 
Um, so this is the longest break that we've ever had guys but there is a good reason for it Um, we want to get some new uh, some new content in the bag we want to come up with some new ideas to make things better and we've also got some community challenge stuff to focus on so we're actually taking a full month off we're going to be back on Thursday the 5th of May wow wow gives gives the people plenty of time to start missing our dulcet tones our lovely monotonous patter um yes it will uh so it's it's only it's four weeks i think we're going to be away for but we're coming back with a brand new series 10 episodes bit shorter next time um do you keep your eyes peeled and your ears pricked though on the social media in the meantime what tends to happen when me and matt have more free time on our hands because we're not recording is we start doing stupid stuff like making tiktoks so be aware what or interviewing, it, or, or interviewing ourselves yeah that was a failed project um <laughs> let's move I on from that, one. So <laughs> no, that wasn't that wasn't the best work you ever done um so <laughs> oh, coughing um so yeah but keep your eyes peeled we've got some big competitions coming on um we've got some partners for series seven um all designed just to get you guys some freebies and some discounts we don't get any money for it or anything like that but um we're working with some great local running companies who want to promote in series seven and to launch that we're going to be doing some competitions um so keep your eyes peeled on that community events coming up uh what the fact like weekend is coming up at the end of july matt um people can still get involved in that come play some footy with us in sheffield on the saturday and or get involved where we've booked out a fun room um, at a Sheffield pub for the Saturday night so if you fancy it if it sounds like something you'd be into please 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 do um, drop us a message and find out a little bit more um, what else Matt is there anything else I've not covered about community side of things uh, no no I think that's I think that's about it man, to be honest yeah yeah I, th- I think we've covered pretty much everything uh, let's not keep the people any longer um, you get to start your hiatus from myself and my tiny dancer sidekick uh, for the next month. Um, just just to say, please do get involved. Paul gave you all the details early in the show. Check the bio, peep the Instagram for more info on it. Get involved, sign up. Please come be a part of our Fart Like family. We would love to have you. We love you all very, very much. As always, as ever, please may your runs continue to be wonderful, be excellent to each other, be kind, or just go away, man, because nobody wants you here. If you're not a nice person, you're a prick. Um, uh, we love you lots. We'll see you soon. And uh, yeah, see you in May. Peace. I, I don't want to do the caca. Give us a caca. Give us your best caca. Ah, I know. Can you give us uh, your best caca if it was Manuel from Faulty Towers doing the caca? <laughs> Gaga! <laughs> that was shit. Peter <laughs> <laughs> Faulty. Oh, see you, in May, mate. Love you all. <laughs> <laughs>